0: It's supposed to snow tonight, by the way.
1: Oh, fuck you. Hello, and welcome to Ramjack in the viaduct of the Shadow Shadowmancers. Happy New
0: Year! Happy New Year! Welcome to January, everyone. I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack studio, the, uh, a digital studio, is
1: Brad! Hey, how's it going? Brad!
0: Brad's coming at you from Orlando, Florida. I am talking at you from the Queen City, the Cincinnati. Welcome to Ramjack. Welcome. First things first, Brad. I have Dove promises in my hand. Do you? Um, uh, as we all know, Valentine's Day is about a month away, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had the Dove chocolates for Valentine's Day out the day after Christmas up here. Of course. Um, because that's how we roll. Mm hmm. Always holidays, all the time. Um, And I got two heart shaped dove promises. One says, express what's in your heart. Everyone, listen to that and meditate on that. Express what's in your heart. Also, exercise your heart today. A
1: lot of heart talk today, Brad. A lot of heart talk. From the heart. From the heart,
0: exercise it and express it today. Hmm. You're listening to Ramjack. Happy Holidays! Happy Holidays! Now, does the holiday season end at Valentine's
1: Day? Uh, does the holiday season end? <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: Whoa. <laughs> now, hold up. I thought there had to be
1: an end. It can't be a perpetual holiday season. Uh, oh. I mean, we got President's Day. <laughs> we got... I mean, Easter will be here soon enough, and St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day, uh, uh, April Fool's Day,
0: April Fools. <laughs> but
1: April Fool's, see, I th- I think that it's a
0: different holiday season. Like we have to wait because not okay. a lot of people celebrate the January holidays. I mean, it's like, eh. but once Valentine's Day gets around, it's almost its own insulated holiday. All but right. um, once you get into April Fools, that starts the the lesser known secondary <laughs> right. holiday block.
1: Second tier holiday season.
0: <laughs> yeah, second day holiday season until May Day, I guess, nice. or Cinco de Mayo, and then we wait. We have Fourth of July, and then we wait till the actual holiday season. It comes back in September. That's right. <laughs> with those two towers oh. plummeted from the skies again. Thank a serv Thank a service worker for nine eleven, <laughs> or anyone really for nine eleven. You
1: have to. You, you have, have to. to. You
0: have to. We should make Ramjack 9-11 cards. We really have oh, to do that. Yes, yes. We'll make a list of people to send it to, all of our local uh, police stations, fire stations.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot for 9-11. <laughs> Thanks. Many more to you and yours.
0: Happy 9-11. Happy holidays. Happy
1: 9 Signed, Alex,
0: Brad, and <laughs> Cedric. <laughs> They'll get them in November, though, because we'll have Cedric send them. Right, right, It's right. the long trek, his his yearly marathon sprint. It's starting in September 11th <laughs> to the post office box, and hopefully he'll be back in time for Thanksgiving. I hope. But guys, yes, it's a new year. It's it's a new, well, it's pretty much the same, Ramjack. We're not changing anything. Um, we're still watching Mr. Belvedere. We got an awesome episode of that to go over. Yes. Sometimes you also watch Perfect Strangers. For new listeners, that's also a treat. Brad... Brad sent me a link on the internet not too long uh, ago, two of them. Someone was creeping around on uh, deviant art, is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, okay, creep is a severe word. Brad was just looking was about as well on the internet. I, I was cruising at fine art.
1: What did you find? Do you want to explain what this um, was? There, w- Well, there were some uh, Larry and Balky action figures that someone had made.
0: Um... The best part about that was Balky had Dimitri, and Larry had Milk of Magnesia yeah. as their accessories.
1: It was kind of amazing. It was amazing, but one of the creepiest fucking
0: things oh, I've ever terrifying. seen on the internet. terrifying.
1: Straight up terrifying. Like, they were monsters. Larry's <laughs> hair.
0: <laughs> Just his look on his face. Yeah. I mean, the artist, I mean, they did capture. They captured Larry.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, but the other thing was a cartoon featuring Balky meeting Worf from Star Trek. <laughs>
0: The character Worf, yes. <laughs> and, like, Balky trying to hug him, and Worf, like, holding his head, Balky by his face, I think, or something, or just, like, his shoulder saying, like, lay off, don't don't hug me. And Balky's like, but Worf, cousin Worf! It was fucking weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. I was no. like, what am I looking at? There's no understanding How does Balky is wait is star trek a spinoff of perfect strangers? I don't know. I just
1: didn't know it is so is is star trek future perfect strangers future
0: <laughs> Yeah, basically it started with Balky and them somehow we'll figure hmm. it out as the show goes on Definitely definitely. I mean damn. I mean <laughs> It could also be a family matter spinoff. I don't know I don't know. Where, where did Star Trek come from?
1: So Steve Urkel, Balky Bartokomus, and Worf all belong in the same universe.
0: Yeah. And, uh, as does Geordie LaForge. As does Q. As does Quark. As does, um, what was that abomination that was Tuvex? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa. Deep, that cut. All, Deep that cut. all
0: exists within the same universe where Dimitri's on that little shelf waiting for Balky and Larry when they come home. Wow. Yeah, I know my I know my Star Trek. Wow. I'm learning my perfect strangers. I'm getting back to the roots of Star Trek with perfect strangers, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Nice, nice. I like it. Brad,
0: you, you said you had a story about a first date. I don't know if it was yours. This could be a friend of yours, in quotation marks. Hey, look. Hey, listen to the story about a friend of mine going on a first date at a local Starbucks I just
1: saw. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. I don't know what the context is, but I'm very curious.
1: Guys, I, again, super excited. Again, this is the first episode of recording in 2014. It's so good oh. to be back. Uh, well, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back on track. Um, but today, this day, I went to Starbucks and i saw i saw love happening i saw romance um i saw a couple they're in their late 40s early 50s he barely speaks english and she's uh rocking a flip phone
2: Ooh.
1: yeah and this is a date And it's the most awkward date in the world. Like, how did you know it was a date? Did they say it? Um, because I I watched them sit down, and they're, like, uh, getting to, like, know each other. Like, it's a date, date. Like, an early date. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, getting to know each other. He barely spoke English? His English was not good, and his accent was thick.
0: But they there was something physically, I guess they liked about each other, or like a, a type of chemistry that we didn't we couldn't see through language or hear through the language. Well,
1: I, I I mean I feel like right? it must have been like some kind of like online thing there, online dating or something. So, Ugh. so
0: already we've we found out that they 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 found out that both of them lied about something. Mm-hmm. Um, he can speak English through typing much better than he can actually speak it. Yeah. She's got a flip phone. She lies yeah. that her iPhone was the most important part of her life on her uh,
1: OK it profile. She's like, I mean, and she's rocking like she's rocking like fifty-year-old lady clothes. <laughs> like, like it's like varying shape. It's like uh, I I couldn't un- I didn't understand the pants. I don't know I I don't know if they were like <laughs> some weird like old lady denim or if they were just blue pants. They didn't match her shirt. <laughs> they didn't match her sweatshirt. <laughs> And her, That's purse was, her purse was another color of blue. It was like a varying weird shades of blue that were not, it, that was, it was bad. Bad news bears. Um, Yikes. At one point they are just listing States they visited in their lives. They don't have anything to say about them. They're just listing states to see who's visited the most states. He got twenty, so I think he wins. Ooh. I I couldn't tell because I was like falling asleep. I'm like, what is going on with these people? <laughs>
0: In my mind, you're sitting with them at this point. You're just like beside, <laughs> like literally with them, just like oh,
1: boring. <laughs> is am- this your first date? I because like we're we're outside. Um, like I'm I'm a I'm at one little table. There's a table in between, and then there's the. <laughs> we're
0: outside. Nah. It's like
1: you you're there with them with this nah. one. I got I'll, the coffee. I told him to go ahead and go outside and meet him
0: out there. Uh, uh, I did him a favor. Us, I got all the coffee. The three of us on this date are, are outside. You're playing matchmaker again in Orlando. I told you not to do that, Brad.
1: Well, I like to see love. At one point, he like he does this like super weird, awkward, like he just makes some kind of compliment about her eyes in like the worst, weirdest, most awkward first date cliche person that doesn't speak English well way possible. Interesting. And she doesn't know what he's saying. She's just nods like she understands. She has no clue. And yet you understood. I Well, it took me a second, but because but then he, like... Because he realizes that she's not understanding, so he tr- he tries again. And about halfway through him trying to do it again, she figures out what's happened. And the, now she is, like... There's just, like, all these, like, oh, th- thank you, thank you! There's too many thank yous. It's like, oh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you, oh, that's... Uh, thank you for that compliment, that's so very... That's very... Thank you, thank you, that's so much... So fucking awkward... Um, and after an awkward compliment let's of course uh, move this conversation to a discussion of cell phone plans
3: <laughs> Yorgs.
1: I've been into 20 different states
0: which is kind of suspect I don't know many people who've traveled 20 into 20 different states without an, an agenda to be yeah. honest that's a little weird <sighs> your eyes are beautiful those those white orbs hmm. like the sun shining what I don't hmm. understand. <laughs>
1: No, 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 your, your eyes, you're very, very, your eyes is very, like, very, 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 brilliant oh, 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 that, that, thank you, thank you, yes, thank, thank yes. you, so weird, yes. who is your cell phone provider,
0: <laughs>
2: so, I, I have talk- cell
1: phone provider, do you, they're talking about their kids, cause they both got kids, uh, from previous marriages, nice, um, you know, so weird, I guess, hmm, So fucking weird. Like this. How does it end? Do you think they're gonna see
0: each other again or no? I I think so. Cause they. Uh, Are we gonna see her alive again? Because there's a lot about this guy that kind of creeps me out. That I'm putting some red flags out there
1: uh i i mean i what's your
0: cell phone plan how many children do you have okay how many states have you been in okay that's cool that's cool i just love your eyes they're so great
1: <laughs> I, I, what? I do i do think she initiated the both the uh state conversation and the cell phone plan conversation <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah bring a book <laughs> bring a book <laughs> it was awful it was the weirdest <laughs> date I've ever seen.
0: You're gonna see them at Starbucks again. They're gonna have a second date. You're gonna be there to oh, see yeah. all of their dates because uh, they're gonna come back to that Starbucks. I'm waiting for my wedding invitation.
1: Aww. It was the weirdest date, and yeah, eventually I just had I left because it was like I all right I, I I'm done. You're still talking about cell phone plans and your children. I, I can't I can't listen to any more of this. And I, I can't not listen to it either. I can't watch you and not know what's happening, so I just have to walk away.
0: <laughs> Brad likes to find his soap operas, his stories, in real life. And my friends, he finds them. Well,
2: I he do find them.
0: Boy, do I find them. Brad, I got, I got some quick insights to some stuff we've talked about on the show before. All right. Uh, a, kind of a follow-up, I guess. First things first. Um, All of... Uh, the television show Dexter is now on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, I'm catching. I'm. I'm slowly finishing the show out. But on one of the seasons, there is a killer that um, uses the Book of Revelation as his source material, and it's creepy as fuck because religious psychos are scary. Uh-huh. Religious people in general are kind of like, eh. But when you start adding, oh, you're killing people with this, that's when it gets weird. So that's crazy. But during the show, they mention angels. Oh boy. And I thought, what? So, of course, I, I I was immediately at attention, like, what are they going to say? And according to Dexter, back in the olden times, nondescript olden times, I guess the medieval Europe, instead of God doing stuff, God's angels did things. So that could be why people believe more in angels. It could be a relic of that time where they're like, oh, God's not doing shit, but these angels do shit. And now it's just kind of evolved to, oh, angels do it all. What's God? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a deity is, but angels all the time. But there's also, like, an angel who does everything. Like, an angel of rain. It's basically polytheism. Ugh. Stuff gets lost. I pray to this angel. I guess there's an angel of first dates. I don't know. Sure as fuck isn't in Florida.
1: Ugh, oh, needs to be. We need so, to get that angel over here. So there's here.
0: that. There's that. There's angel talk in television shows. I don't. still don't like it. I still, I still don't understand it or like it. Fuck that angel shit. Talking about something else that we don't understand and probably don't like... Dinosaur erotic fiction is out. What? No! Dino erotic fiction, gone. It's extinct. Ah! You know what's it replaced it?
1: Well, what do we got? What do we got? What's happening?
0: Bigfoot porn.
1: What?
0: Bigfoot erotic novels.
1: No. No! Um... It seems to be more lucrative than dinosaur, um, novels. So this means more people are turned on by Sasquatch than they are by dinosaurs. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) News you can use.
0: News you can use. Um, uh, the person who does this makes $30,000 a month. What? Via Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. And has over 16 volumes in her Come for Bigfoot series. <laughs> no! Oh fuck you! Thirty thousand a month. I read that originally in my mind. I thought, oh, thirty thousand a year, because no one's making that much money off uh, big, f- uh, like Yeti, uh, sex books. Turns out I was wrong, Brad. I reread it and thought, oh fuck, thirty thousand a month. Huh. I'm gonna fucking write one of these things. We are slipping, Brad. We talked about it on Ramjack months ago. We could have been making 30000 a month since then. All we had to do was write about anything, I guess. Oh. We need to, we need to sexualize something and get it down, at least in the Amazon
1: Kindle Drag Store. I, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm just gonna fucking do it. Like, we read that one. Do it! Do we, it! We read that one dinosaur thing, and it was weird as hell. This one's fucking weird, too. Yeah, because um, it's about a Bigfoot. None of this is um, not weird. <laughs> Um, let me
0: read you just a quick excerpt please, if I can. Please, please do. From uh, from within the tufts of matted hair, the creature released a huge pale cock that defied logic. <laughs> First off, huge pale cock? Okay. Why is it pale? Why does it defy logic? <laughs> That's what bothers me. <laughs> Why does it defy logic, Brad? <laughs> it spits in the face of
1: all that we know it can reason. <laughs> What does that even mean? It defies logic.
0: Oh. He stroked his cock while I continued to lave his balls, taking one and then the other in my mouth. Ugh. Okay, that's Why? that's all I have. That's what? all I have. Why? I'm giving I'm giving Bigfoot a blowjob. Why would you do that? How? I don't understand why I, okay. It defies how is logic. Not it defies logic, Alex. <laughs> First off, I guess would you I guess it's kind of like an HP Lovecraft novel. Like when you see something that's so outside the realm of possibility, you go crazy. <laughs> so when Bigfoot's dick comes out, you're like, oh fuck. Go bonkers. Just go bonkers. I don't I don't, I don't understand it. Then no, you go I'm back to like you go back to like a a pre toddler mindset when you're two and putting everything in your mouth. You're just like, <laughs> oh, I got I got to. I, I'm going back to a time when logic wasn't even in the picture to try to explain this, and I can't. Bon- bonkers for big footballs. All right, I want every listener. Uh, Brad's gonna do. Brad said he's gonna do this. Brad mm. promised us on the show basically a verbal contract, much like the poster contract mm-hmm. I have out.
1: Definitely. Oh, uh,
0: definitely just like that. Brad has a- agreed. Through a Pid name, I don't know, to explore some sort of weird erotica all on Amazon Kindle. He's going to start making bank.
1: I'm going to make it. And guys, you better all buy copies.
0: I say we have a brainstorming session and get real with this. Like me and Brad, we have a brainstorming session. We get like maybe 10 ideas. You take five. I take five. and Whichever one sticks, we just keep writing when whatever one works. Because if out of 10 possibilities, surely one of them, someone's going to be like, oh, well, I will download this. Yeah. My nightmare, though, is if all of them become popular, and pretty soon we're writing the weirdest, fucked up shit, and we're like, Ugh. I mean, we're making a hundred and twenty thousand a piece a month. It's just
1: fuck. Uh, we have I to live going, with ourselves.
2: I'm going crazy.
1: I write one a day, but uh th- oh, but think about the money, though. All that think money. Think of the people. All the you could drink. You could drink all of that away. Like you could just be like, okay, yeah, I'm writing this, and then just drink to forget. Drink to forget.
0: I would have a different apartment I go to without my family because I'm a married man now. Apparently, right, I, right. I I am in a relationship. I go to a, my my writing house that no mm-hmm. one knows about, and that's where I go and write stuff every day. Yeah. it's it's my job. Yeah, that way I, I compartmentalize my life. Mm-hmm. hmm Basically, like a, a what was that movie we watched? Stepdad. Who who yes. am I here? Can't let those worlds collide because we're also mm. going to get some weird fans writing in. If you thought our voice were strange, now, ladies and gentlemen, wait till Ram Jack's erotic fan fiction oh, <laughs> hits the market and takes off. Oh, boy. There's going to be some crazy people calling in. You oh. guys are on the ground floor. You guys are on the ground Yikes. floor. Yikes! Everyone Yikes. gets everyone gets free copies of the books that I write. It's fine. Everybody's to want pay. Everybody's to but pay but for the books get I write. Them. <laughs> um.
1: You're not, I'm not giving that shit away for free. If I have to, if I have to put the time in and write that, and live with myself, you're gonna give me money for it.
0: First, got, that's just for OG Ramjack listeners. That's not I on my know, watch. I, I, don't, I don't. know how I can. I don't know how. I, okay, you know what? That was a faulty promise. Don't forget yeah. about that.
1: <laughs> drop some dollars.
0: Um, <laughs> drop some dollars. Bigfoot's dropping other things. I don't understand oh it. Like I almost want to read this more than dinosaur. Well, uh, uh, that's what, apparently everyone does. <laughs>
1: Thirty thousand a month, Brad. Want 30,000 a month? I want 30,000 a year. Fuck, about anything.
0: There was a study done in the UK mm-hmm. to find out if, if children brought happiness to people, among Murder. other things. Now, I, I can already see, uh, Brad laughed, obviously, uh, for many reasons. Um, they surveyed 5,000 people, and after rigorous questioning and prodding, they found out that mothers are the happiest group of people. Okay. You know who the least happiest are? Fathers. Children. Grandparents. Women without... Sh- <laughs> well, they didn't talk to any granddads. <laughs> they didn't talk to any grand... They didn't talk to any grand-grands or uh, grand-girls. <laughs> I don't know, I'm assuming grand boys is the, the term. I'm going to say grand gents because it just sounds needed to me. Um, but yes, mothers are the happiest, but women without children are the least happy.
2: Hmm.
0: Which is interesting, which means dads are in the middle. No dad is going to be happy regardless. If you're <laughs> married or have kids, you're not that happy. You're okay. I mean, you're kind of in the middle. You're making it, but you're not as happy as moms. But you're not as depressed as women without kids. Hmm. In fact, they were almost equal. Do two have kids or don't have kids? The numbers are almost. I mean, it's almost fifty-fifty. It's like, eh, you know, I'm happy some days. I'm, ha- I'm not happy other days. Happy? What is happiness? Women with kids always happy. You ever seen a? You ever seen a mom frown? Yeah. I don't think. so. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Not according to the study. Mm. The I mean, women
1: without children.
0: The worst. I I'm hate
1: sure. It. Well, Alex, I, uh, your mother's only happy when she's solving a case. <laughs> Uh, P.S. guys, uh, just so you know, Alex's mother is uh, a straight up Matlock style detective now.
0: Do you want, do you want to talk about that story or no? <laughs> I, I don't know, I was just going to kind of I leave think it it's hilarious. Alright, okay, okay.
1: Well, yeah, we can throw it in real quick. Um, yeah. Well, so, really fast, wait, okay. before
0: Brad says that, I just want to remind everyone that if you see a, 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 a woman and she doesn't have kids, go talk to her and make sure she's okay. Because apparently she's really depressed. <laughs> Dudes will be fine. I'm just saying, according to statistics, at least in the UK, that's all I know. That's all I know. But Brad, go ahead. Brad has a story that's <laughs> it's related-ish. Uh,
1: it was just to throw this in real quick. So uh, my mother was trying to get in touch with me over the holidays. And, of course, I haven't I haven't spoken to her since August. I'm just ignoring calls. So she sends me an email, uh, like, I think it was on Christmas Eve day. And it was like, I just want to know if you're alive. If I haven't heard from you by tomorrow at 3 p.m., I am going to notify the police... ...are Tanya Green. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Alex's mother is a straight-up uh, detective at this point. I'm going to inform the police are Alex's mother.
0: Yeah, that's when things get... That's when you're like, well, wait a minute. See, I didn't know.
1: Yeah, she's a straight- All of, I remember up in childhood...
0: All I remembered in childhood was her leaving for hours at the time at night, right, and coming back like like really heavy, really heavy eyes, just like she, you can tell something's going on, and she would never talk about it. Yeah, she would just. Now po- I know why. She would just
1: polish her gun and take it, have a drink. And she
0: had a gun. She <laughs> could like put it together super fast and then dismantle it. Yeah, right. right. Always making her mixed drinks when she got home at like mm. four in the morning. I didn't know what was happening. I thought ghost hunter. Turns <laughs> out there was other things happening. She hunts ghosts and missing persons. I always wonder why you need a gun to hunt ghosts, but <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I gotta scare the spooks from the gr- from the graves. I shoot a gun into the air. <laughs> I love it. And I get out my uh, tape recorder and talk to them. <laughs> Are there any ghosts here? What if she does both, but like in tandem? As she's investigating someone like a private detective, she's also seeing if there's ghosts around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two birds, one stone. That, that's a pitch. That's a This is the last place he was seeing. Spirits, spirits, do you know anything about this missing person? (laughs) I'm on the case.
0: (laughs) I'm on the cases. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Ever since I knew, ever since I was a child, and she was enamored with Matlock—not Matlock, a Magnum PI—I knew something was. I knew something was oh. up. Nice. But now I know.
1: But now you know. Now you
0: know. She's a private detective. I'm gonna talk to her the next time I talk to her. Nice. Hmm. Learning a lot on this podcast about a lot of things. Hmm. Brad, I I don't know when Japan's gonna quit. Oh fuck. I I have to go to Japan. I. <laughs> I have to. All right. I know it can be alienating because of the language barrier, and you have to have friends there to really enjoy it, from what I've heard, but they treat food with- they inject novelty into food in a level that we just can't keep up with. I, you know, I don't know if we need to. That being said, I did see a box of cereal today that it took everything I had to put that box back on the shelf and walk away. (laughs) Everything I had, Brad. It was Fruity Pebbles with uh, Pop Rocks in it, basically. Oh, it was carbonated fuck. Fruity Pebbles, so it would, like, pop in your mouth. Whoa. Not a fan of Fruity Pebbles. It's a little too sugary. But the novelty, Brad. The novelty! I, I, I don't know about that at all. I'm just saying, even with that, even with the oddity of that, can't compete. Can't even come close. Brad, a restaurant in Japan has introduced a soil-based menu. Whoa, what? Including dirt and potato soup, dirt risotto and sea bass. Oh, dirt risotto with sea bass, my bad. Oh. <laughs> and dirt ice cream. Fuck According that. to the, uh, the chief like the, the master chef there at this Tokyo restaurant, soil is rich in all kinds of vitamins and minerals. This could catch on. No, he says. No, it
1: cannot. It cannot I wonder if on. there was.
0: I wonder if there should be a question mark behind that. Like he's like, it's rich in vitamin minerals. I could catch on.
1: Yeah, of course it's rich in minerals. It's minerals, and that's what it is. It's the ground. It's dirt. Why don't you chew on a rock?
0: Um. Well, I guess they kind of are. Oh boy. <laughs> it's dirt. Can you imagine, Brad? I don't know if I would eat dirt. Like, I don't know where it came <laughs> oh, from. Oh, wait, 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 what is it?
1: I don't know if I would eat dirt. I, I, I mean, I I'll tell you, I, you right now. Won't eat it. Will not eat dirt. Not going to eat I dirt. Wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. Like, I don't care. I don't know so how you bully, would even market if, it. If a bully, you know, <laughs> holds you down and is like, eat the dirt, nerd. um, Are you going to be like, well, can I get some sea bass uh, with this? Or what's going to happen? What's the scenario when you're eating dirt?
0: Well, if I was going to, I guess I would want it cut into something that tasted well. I would tell this bully, excuse me, I'm not an animal. Put that into some nice lobster bisque, please. Or something, I don't know. I would never eat dirt. And I know this because when I was in kindergarten, I think I've told the story before on the podcast, these kids had cookies on the playground and they were using dirt as like a topping or like a dip because these kids were crazy and they were in kindergarten. But oh. they, they called me and my friend over and was like, hey man, come over here. It was basically like a drug deal. He's like, we got Ninja Turtle cookies. Ha <laughs> ha! Those Ninja, Ninja Turtle cookies were awesome, by the way. The chocolate chip, those little shortbreads. Oh yeah,
1: and they're I remember like, those.
0: Dude, you know what's up. Yeah. And they were like, and they're like, yeah, we got this. Special dip, and I was like, "Special dip? How did you get this on the playground?" And they take the cookie and they just put it into like a uh, a hollow like part of a tree where they had like collected loose dirt and put inside of it, and they were scooping dirt out with the cookies and then eating it. Fuck that shit. And I thought, no. And me and me and my friend looked at each other like past. They said, "Are you sure?" He said, "We'll eat cookies, but I don't want any of this dirt stuff. It's, I'm not cool with it." Uh, those kids went home early, and I don't think they came back for a few days, uh, because obviously they were eating lots of dirt with cookies, and it it didn't yeah. work out.
1: No, it didn't that, work out. That doesn't work out. Eating dirt doesn't nev- never works out.
0: In Japan, though, they're trying. That is fucking mm. weird. Oh. Um. Also, apparently, um, on the uh, radar for things that are gonna take off for food novelty this year mm-hmm. because there's a there's some sort of a consortium of novelty food lovers um at the guardian which we reported the story it said these things could take off edible wood is something they think is going to take off no um there's actually a lot of wood that we're not really aware of in food anyway which is kind of disturbing so maybe look into that if you have time um egg white chips may be a thing okay uh, and kale ice pops
1: mm-hmm. they're all
0: set to be the latest trends. And I, food.
1: Don't, I don't see that working out ah uh, you know here's here's a trend in food spinach it's great.
0: spinach is good, that's all you need, ladies and gentlemen. maybe add spinach to a lot of things. It's a good time
1: i I like i'm 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 really close to being able to use an entire bag of spinach this month really I, it's that's I, I've awesome. It, I've only done it one other time in my life, but I think I'm on track every day gotta gotta eat that spinach all right, guys so we we've talked about dog shows a lot, oh yeah. You know, there's the Thanksgiving dog show. Then there was the Yukonuba, uh, Florida dog show that was amazing <laughs> and terrifying. Yeah, changed my outlook on the world. But absolutely, go ahead. absolutely, dude. You need to come. You need to <laughs> come down and go to a dog show. Next year, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Ranjax live commentary from the dog show. <laughs> oh, just a, look at Please. this! Oh, just amazing. So, I, you know, and like, you know, Tammy, Dan, they've got dogs running around. I've just been around a lot of dogs lately, mm-hmm. and uh, I really want a dog like more than ever. Like, I'm, I've I've been around so many dogs. I really, really want a dog. But you know, every year, like after the dog, after watching the dog show, I'm always like really super wanting a dog. And this year, two dog shows. I'm hanging around other people's dogs. I'm really, 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 really needing a dog. To the point where... But you live with with two dogs, Brad. Isn't that the same? I don't... You know, I'm like... um, You want 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 to to own it. I want to own a dog, obviously. You want to Um, possess a dog. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. So, and uh, I've been looking into this, and I'm pretty set on the miniature F1B golden doodle. Which, by the way, worst name ever. I hate. I hate that. I hate How saying that. How does that even
0: work? Where does the F one B come from?
1: All right. All right. Is that well, like a
0: genetic sequence or like? Well,
1: we okay. Yeah, we've got. Well, we've got a golden retriever. Uh huh. Um, that's paired with a, a poodle. Um, ideally maybe a miniature poodle. But mm-hmm. then we take the offspring of that and we breed that with a with a, a poodle or miniature poodle again. So you get a smaller. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking like a 20 pound, like it varies, cause it's not because it's not really a very set thing at this point. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, then you it's like, you know, 15 to 20 pounds.
0: Tiny little dog. Adorable. Tiny little dog.
1: It is the most adorable dog. And I don't like ugly dogs. We've made this very clear. <laughs> Again, I don't understand. I don't know why people have ugly dogs. Who wants these monsters? <laughs> it's it's a it's a creature that humans like we bred them from wolves to make little companions. Why would you pick one that's ugly? It's its <laughs> job is to be a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you pick an ugly dog friend? That's terrible. Well, that is terrible. Like pick pick a cute dog. Like don't pick, don't get one of these ugly pomeranians. The pugs, fuck pugs. No, bulldog. I just Im- Saint Bernard. I just imagine.
0: <laughs> uh, I just imagine you extending this to every part of your life. Why would I have an ugly friend? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My dog's on point. I'm on point. My girl's on point. A friend that's ugly? No, no time. I'm just, nice.
1: saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, what? I don't understand. Why do people have ugly dogs? I mean, that is a good question.
0: Um, I mean, there are some ugly dogs. We saw a lot of them at the dog show. Yeah. And as we all know, it was an upset this year. I will say that Brad uh, sent me pictures. I guess at the height of your longing for this golden there, doodle, this there's F1B. F-
1: there's no height. It's it's non-ending.
0: It's a perpetual. Well, I guess when it when it first peaked, and now right. that you're on the plateau of mm-hmm. I need this, you sent me pictures of it. Our link, and it is adorable. Like it looks like yeah. a little muppet.
1: I think that's even what yeah. you said. Like it looks like a muppet. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. We have bred muppets into existence, guys. Congratulations to humanity. So listen, I've I, like I'm pretty set on this. I want I want. An F1B miniature golden noodle. I will name it Cromwell. Um, awesome. It's to the point where I kind of have an imaginary dog at this point in my life. Um, okay. Well, so now we're it's just, out. That's what we're building up to. That's what we're that's, building to. We're building to. we're building to, guys. I pretty <laughs> much have an
0: imaginary dog. And Brad, that's okay. We're not judging you. I, I, I'm glad you came to us and told us this. I just feel... I, I, is, Crom- is Cromwell there with you now? Can I oh, say yeah. hi to
1: Cromwell? Oh, he's, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Oh, he's puppy. Shh.
0: Shh. Oh, he's adorable. Look right. at that little Muppet oh face. Oh my
2: gosh, look at him. Aww. Aww.
0: Is his feet moving like he's in ram? Mm-hmm. He's dreaming. I mean, he's dreaming that he's dream. running. Aww. Because you can see him, I can't see him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how imaginary friends and dogs work? <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous dog, though. <laughs> I love that where I have an imaginary daughter. Well, I do have a daughter. I, I-, I pretend that she's imaginary sometimes but Mm -hmm. i have a daughter who lives in europe but you actually have a pretend dog
1: yeah yeah pretty much pretty much like i'm like at this point it's like i like i wonder like what's gonna happen when i I get real cromwell because now there's like real cromwell there's imaginary cromwell and then there's third level like imaginary cromwells (laughs) oh boy it is it's cromwells you've been cloning him (laughs) it's confusing there's because there's imaginary cromwell there's Um, that's purely imaginary. Then there's imaginary real Cromwell, what I imagine, what it's going to be like when I get the real Cromwell. But then we've got real, real Cromwell, which is actually real in the world. (laughs) Like, that's... Boy, oh (laughs) boy. I'm just trying to prepare my life.
0: Brad, everything... I mean, yes, that's not weird at all, but I I have to ask, is everything alright, friend? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The way that you just described your imaginary dog levels... (laughs) Alright, just thought I would ask. <laughs> well, because you know if I have a I mean, conversation it's totally
1: healthy. If I have a conversation with somebody, you know, it's like you know, am I talking about a real Cromwell or an imaginary Cromwell? Who knows? <laughs> I just so ne- you going up to strangers like that that couple
0: <laughs> that you saw on the first date. Oh hi, I so adorable's first date. Are you dog people? I'm a dog person. I raise F one B golden doodles. Um, Cromwell's waiting for me in the car, as is Cromwell and Cromwell. You name all uh-huh. your dogs <laughs> Cromwell? I would
1: never leave oh. Cromwell in the car. <laughs> Not even a I would never leave Cromwell. the Cromwells. <laughs> I keep the window <laughs> cracked.
0: He likes to sit in the seat, though. Where is he? He's there. Didn't you see him? <laughs> oh fuck! I really want to get you. Do you know those toys that people would have, like those gag things, where it'd be like a leash that was starched or like, right. uh, I guess putting some sort of plastic where it looked like you were actually walking a dog. The invisible I want dog to get walker. You. Yeah, but you're walking a real dog. <laughs> like I wanna, I wanna to try to find a way with
1: an of enabling this while supporting you. Right. Right. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Awesome, awesome. I just want to make everyone aware um, that this was a thing that's happening in my life. This is what's going on. I'm spending a lot. I'm I'm spending a lot of time falling down a uh, uh, golden doodle uh, K holes on the internet. Just do an image search F one B miniature golden doodle. And first of all, we have to come up with a new name for this dog because that feels gross to say.
0: I I love that it's not really a it's not a pure golden doodle. It's like second generation breeding. Like, I love that we yeah. breed, a, like, we crossbreed dogs and then take it to another level
1: with it. Yeah. But now I want to see what other breeds there are that this actually works well with. It's pretty amazing. Like, I feel like we've, like, we've cracked the code. This is officially the cutest dog. I, I can't find a cuter dog. If anyone knows of one, please let me know. Um, I'm, will, I'm willing to, I don't you know, know I mean, uh, maybe Cromwell needs a friend. We'll get a little Xerxes. Um, who knows?
0: Nice. There's a lot of uh, cute dogs, but I have to say, hands down, I think Ram endorses the, gold, the F1B Golden Doodle. Absolutely,
1: noodle. absolutely. It's the
0: official dog of Ram Yes, most definitely. I mean, the official animal is obviously a dolphin, but Cedric <sighs> will always be. I mean, sloths are people, okay? Let's not get let's not get that mixed up. Sloths are people. Cedric is he's he's like one of us. Sure. Yes, he moves slow. And yes, I'm worried about him sometimes because he, he goes off on long. He goes off for days. And really, he was just going across the apartment or the studio. But he's people. I, I yeah. But dogs, pets, F1B Golden Doodle, Jack all the way. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, it's that special time of the week uh, where we check in with our pal, Mr. Belvedere. On the China, never met him before. Who cares? Oh, it's good to be back for a new year.
0: Oh, yeah. And this is a wonderful episode to come back on. Yes, it is. Um, This is called Heather's Monk. Mm Hmm? And I am crazy excited
1: (laughs) to hear Brad
0: summarize this in hopefully less or the closest to a minute as possible. It's a little game we like to play here on Ramjack. So, Brad, are you ready to summarize this episode in as close to a minute as you possibly can without going over?
1: Which is another rule
0: I forget because I tend to forget the rules all the time.
2: Mm Mm-hmm you though
0: we've been playing this for well over two years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um gimme give, give me a second here. Alright, alright. I'm right ready hey, for forward. Hey, I'm ready for this.
0: On on go. Alright. Three, two, one,
1: go! Alright, for some reason, uh, angela spending spinning the entire episode dressed like Jay Leno in all kinds of denim. So, they're gonna join a chorus so they can get out of the gym, because that's what you do. Uh, and they have to let everybody in, even though they're terrible singers. Um, in the chorus class, Heather meets this boy Danny whom, uh, apparently he's interested in Heather problem, he's going to into seminary because he wants to be a priest because he's gross. Um, he's the worst. They go on a date, it's really weird because he's gonna be a priest. Gross. Meanwhile, the TV's broke and Belvedere's bet the family that, uh, th- that, uh, they'll want the TV back before he does. Um, it's terrible. There's a weird scene where they dress up like Hicks and they eventually Belvedere's like, listen, I can't deal with you fuckers anymore. Just watch the TV. I'll buy you a big screen TV. Um, the, the the priest boy uh, wants to have sex before he joins the seminary. Um, Heather feels weird about this. Belvedere tricks them and sends them to a weird uh, bed and breakfast run by nuns. He freaks out, so they don't fuck. That's the up.
0: One minute, two seconds.
1: Oh, so close!
0: Crazy close, man. Hey. That is woo! woo.
1: Alright, alright, alright,
0: alright. Crazy, yeah. it happens. It happens all the time. I was robbed last. I was robbed last episode.
1: So close, so close. A lot of robberies. A lot but of mean, robberies. He did an awesome job. Well, you know, Cromwell, a little <laughs> a lot little of Cromwell was just. He was. He was looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I, I'm doing. Hey, I gotta." Uh, I was very distracted. Very distracted. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, when a puppy gets to howling in mm-hmm. one of those howling fits, you can't yeah. not think that's adorable and get distracted. Oh, right.
1: Yeah.
0: And we couldn't hear it because little Cromwell's quiet because he's not because he's he's in your he's in your head, but he's mm-hmm. real. He's, he's real, but he's inside your head and only you can see him. He lives he's in the of my imagination. Friend. That's where he dwells. And my heart. And my you're aorta. supposed to be exercising that today?
1: <laughs> and what else
0: were we supposed to be doing? <laughs> Express what's in there, your imaginary friend, and exercise him. Take him for a walk. <laughs> Brad is putting his hands up to his chest and then, like, pushing out Cromwell where, to the world.
1: That's where the imaginary dogs come from. <laughs> your heart of hearts.
0: Uh... Yeah, so this episode of Mr. Belvedere opens with the daughter, Heather, and her friend, Angela, Mm -hmm. in the kitchen, kind of warming up for a vocal audition?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Of course, Angela is wearing all denim, as she does throughout the entire episode, for some reason. All denim everything. Ooh, boy. It's a straight-up Jay Leno situation.
0: Yeah, I mean it doesn't look bad on her. It definitely looks better on her than it does Jay Leno, and it's of the times. Sure, it is something weird, and it but all honest, matches. Honestly, it's all the though, same
1: denim. Honestly, name anything that doesn't look better on Angela than Jay Leno. I mean, that's that's <laughs> not, a, not. I don't imagine there's a lot of. Uh, I don't imagine there's a lot of wins huh. for Leno.
0: Well, too too shade there, Brad. You're right. Well, <laughs> I don't think I think that's a, that's a game Leno perpetually loses
1: let's from now high-waisted on, from now skirt on, though we're, we're gonna play the game whenever angela shows up <laughs> better on angela or better on jay leno
0: who did it better <laughs> leno or Ange? i think angie's winning and, yeah okay you're right okay when you're right you're right Brad. you're right <laughs> so belvedere comes in and he's chatting them up asking them what they're doing and they're
1: auditioning for a show at school they're they're on uh, they're um they're joining the spring chorus class Oh, I, f- I thought it was a musical for some reason. No, they want to get um, out of gym, and so if they join chorus, then they oh, will not have yes. to go to gym class.
0: Makes good sense. Um, I joined chorus to get out of band when I was in middle school.
1: I joined band to get out of chorus.
2: <laughs> what? Weird.
1: I think I made the wrong call. You did. <laughs> I, I hated band. It was terrible. I Three days there, I was like, nope. French yeah. horn, bye. Yeah, I was ready to drop my trombone immediately.
0: Into a ravine, mm. off of a building, anything to get rid of it. Yeah. Um. We have a hard cut to Wesley T in the living room on the couch watching television. He gets frustrated because I think the signal's not coming in clear. Mm-hmm. This is also pre-digital, so it's all analog signal bouncing back and forth. So he was getting what we call static. Oh for any of those listening to this this podcast now or in the future, back in the olden times, um, dinosaurs ran around.
2: Mm-hmm. Jesus
0: may or may not have lived, but Definitely for sure... <laughs> For sure, Radio Waves delivered um, broadcasts to your television in a very weird way we call analog, even though it's kind of not... But you got static, and Wesley T. gets this. He's like, fucking... He starts messing with it, and then he hits the television, and it just kind of erupts into flames, which is weird. Yeah, that's super sketch. That, That can't happen.
1: Well, I mean, maybe.
0: Unless... Maybe, does he have a shining? Like, what, what, is he using a power? Like, what the uh, fuck is he doing? He, he I don't,
1: might be an evil wizard.
0: Let's not rule it he out. Could be a, I really want there to be the high magic episode. That's how that Cinderella episode happens. Mm-hmm. Because of Wesley T's magics. Definitely. So the TV goes up in flames. But it, I think
1: it stops as soon as it starts, because it, maybe it smokes, but I don't, the fire doesn't last very long. Yeah. And then Belvedere walks in the room, and Wesley, trying to act as though he's not the person that broke the TV, goes into this weird, like, hallelujah preacher thing. Yeah. Why are you so excited? What's what what what's got you all excited,
0: Wesley T? Um, I found Jesus. Huh? Ugh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, I'm going upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, g- gross. So gross. Grossest. Gross. gross. Worst. Um... So, uh. I can't. I'm trying to think. Does, does it immediately go to them discovering the television, or is that later? No. Well, I guess it would be later. So, no. It goes uh, to school.
1: So, yeah, so we go to uh, the chorus class, and uh, Angela is auditioning, and she's singing uh, the uh, One Eyed Purple People Eater song.
0: But all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but like the worst parts of it. Yeah. She sings the I Like Short Shorts part, but like in a, a deeper. Well, you know, I guess as a, as a singer, you want to show off your, um, your range. Mm-hmm. So even though Angela doesn't really have that, it wouldn't be a bad song because it has like a high-pitched kind of um, chipmunk voice, and then it has like a very deep voice. Um, so I guess she was going for that. Put yeah. me anywhere. I can do everything. Angela, you can't do everything. I mean, you, no. you're smiling. You're definitely, I mean, your father's definitely taught you stage presence, but he hasn't taught you how to sing. Her father being, you know, Goulet, right, obviously. right, right. That's what the show keeps saying.
1: Um, can I point out um, that the the band teacher in this episode is played by uh, uh, or the the course teacher in this episode is played by uh, Ray Burke, who was just oh. in an episode of X Files that we oh. watched last week on Intro to X. He played a weird uh, scientist guy that thought Mulder was actually a cockroach and then blew up a building or some such nonsense. Because <laughs> there's tons of those just around. Right. <laughs> right. It was super bonkers. It was probably one of the better X-File episodes though.
0: Wow. Yeah. And now he's here. Indeed. So um Angela the um what was his name on X-Files? I just want to refer to him as his X-File character. Oh yeah, his let's name refer to him as
1: X-Files. Um let's see. He was uh uh Dr. Jeff um uh, Eckerly. Dr. Eckerly. Eckerly? Alright. Yes.
0: So uh Mr. Eckerly <laughs> as he was referred to in the eighties.
1: Right, before he had got his
0: doctorate. Call yeah, before he got his doctorate. <laughs> Oh fuck! He probably got his PhD in the pit. Oh boy. Uh, so um, yeah, he calls up the next guy. I almost said contestant. Um, he's like, "All right, Angel, sit down. We got the next one. Come on down. What's his Come name?" Come
1: on down.
0: Uh, this is, and here comes Danny. Danny. I wanted to call him Jeff for some reason. For some reason, Jeff holds a place. Wasn't there a character named Jeff? Um, at there, some point.
1: There was a heartbreaker on on uh, Say by the Bell named Jeff. My heart
0: may always belong in say by the Bell, that's probably what... Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so this new guy, what'd you
1: call him, Davey? Danny. Denver. Danny. <laughs> Denver the Last Dinosaur comes up and sings a song, and he's terrible. <laughs> but he sings his theme song, and they're like, wait a minute, there could be something here.
0: Hmm. Um, so he comes up, and he's... What song does he sing? I, it wasn't familiar to me. I mean, obviously, um, it's, it's something how from musical. In,
1: how Are Things in Glacomora?
0: Oh, okay, okay, nice. So he sings that, and Heather is taken. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, she's like, well, wait a minute. Who is this? Who is this young boy in front of me? Hmm. This young man. Angela's not buying any of it. She's like, Psh, this song's stupid. Why would he sing this song? So savvy. Obviously, a flying purple. Yeah, savvy. Always. She's never like, get she's caught slipping, Angela. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's she's trying to throw him under the bus. Uh, probably so uh, Heather will lose interest, and she can she can go in for the kill.
0: Oh yeah. He's a very handsome boy, and the teacher says, "Wow, you could sing really good. Well done. There might be a place for you in this course." Um, of course, there's
1: a place for everybody because they're not—they have to take everyone that that shows up for the for the audition. What?
0: So basically, it was nothing. It was just him to kind of just like, okay, let's see where you're at. All right,
1: right. But uh, Heather decides uh, she's gonna she's gonna pull some tactics, and she just I, walk, just I run, She runs into him, literally tackles him. <laughs> And knocks his books down so she can talk to him. She's a bully, basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's Wait. learning from Kevin, who would do that accidentally, but oh, yeah. she's just up. Hey! Uh, knocks books out of his hands. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did, <laughs> did Davy drop his books? <laughs> oh, boy. Pick him up, Davy. Hey, Danny. Good song though, Danny. Davy? Where am I getting these oh, D names? Fuck. I am uh, not on. Okay. Get your head in the game, Green. Danny. <laughs> um. So. Sh- she basically asks him out on a date and yeah. he's kind of he's like wait what
1: uh yeah i guess sure i guess I'm immediately thinking oh heather heather's about to date another gay guy
0: <laughs> yeah in my eyes like another one okay that's cool i mean let's tackle it it's a it's a it's something we need to talk about in the 80s she's she's got
1: a type unfortunately she's definitely
0: got a. she's definitely got a type yeah he's beside himself she's giddy um
1: back at the house then, yeah then things get a little real at the house the television is still busted, and uh, for some reason, Belvedere's happy about this. I don't understand. I, I don't understand why is the Belvedere is happy that they don't have a TV all of a sudden.
0: Yeah. I mean, they experienced an, an electric out, outage apparently before, and the television didn't work. Or maybe it was in the shop once before. Yeah. And Belvedere said that um, maybe he liked the way that the family just kind of did stuff on their own without I, having to be glued they, to the television. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Because we all know one thing, people don't change, and the Owens definitely are resistant to change. Yeah. So why would he think that this time would be different than the last time? And I really think maybe he's just reminiscing in a way, because Mm -hmm. this time is the worst without the television. So well, how debat- would that other time have been any better?
1: And they're debating whether they should take, a te- take it to be repaired, and they're like, "No, let's just go buy a new TV." Uh, the last time it took two days for it to be repaired. First of all, I, I love that repairing televisions used to be a thing; <laughs> they weren't just disposable garbage, <laughs> which they are
0: now. Yeah, there's no way you're fixing a television. No, you're these
1: not days. No, it's like, oh my, te- oh, it, what the remotes broke? Throw it all away.
0: <laughs> trash. 60 inches <laughs> in the trash can.
1: Like all fuck. the time, all the time. Like, where? Do you even know where you would go to get like a television repaired? If like, could you? Where? You can't. No.
0: Old not. televisions, like old tube televisions, can be easily repaired. Not the new stuff. No.
1: Not Impossible.
0: So. You got a dead pixel? You're fucked. Go yeah. Down. One pixel's dead. Fuck it. You're fucked. You're fucked. I dropped so much money on this 3D curved television. Get a new one. I'll get two this time.
1: So, um, Belvedere decides to make them a bet for $50, perfect stranger style, um, that uh, he can last longer without the TV than they can, which immediately is a fool's bet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, straight up. Well, who would you put your money on? I mean, and we know how the episode turned out, but just initially, how would you think that would come down?
1: Well, I mean, the Owens, n- like, if they don't have the television to occupy them, they're going to be annoying Belvedere, and if yeah. Belvedere has made anything clear, it's that he does not like being annoyed by the Owens family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the crux of the entire series.
0: I mean, some would wonder why he's there, and I'm sure we'll learn that eventually throughout the series, you know, Definitely. what his destiny, what drew him here. But yeah. what meridian lines are he's, is he drawn toward I don't know. I don't what, know. What
1: energy? What, what kind of energies?
0: What nondescript, non-existent <laughs> energy <laughs> <laughs> is drawing him, like keeping him, compelling him to stay? Oh, boy. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But you're right. I mean, there's no way that they think this is going to work. Yeah.
1: Not a chance. Not a chance.
0: So... Um, the boys, because every, everyone's involved in this bet. Heather is more occupied by the boys, so she's yeah. fine. This new uh, dry Danny. 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 Um, Danny. Can,
1: sorry, can we talk about um, uh, b- when, they, when they first realized the TVs and they're going out to buy a new TV at the, at the beginning there, um, they, they're, they're upset that they're going to miss the game, but the big thing is they're going to miss Pee-Wee's Playhouse tomorrow morning, Oh yeah, which that was awesome. Little,
0: uh, Wesley T says, fuck the game.
1: Pee-Wee's Playhouse comes on tomorrow. Ah!
0: And and this is when George looks up and is like, my God, <laughs> it's a, we must like, have a new television.
1: How awesome. Oh.
0: And, so that's, awesome. Uh, and of course, Belvedere says, well, you could read a book while the television is being repaired. It's going to take it two weeks. Marcia says, we can't spend that much money on television. You're fucking crazy. Go get it repaired. It'll take a few weeks. We'll be fine. Ugh. And that's when Belvedere says, right. read a book or pick up a new hobby. And everyone's like, that's stupid. No, and that's when they make the bet, and right. then George is like, all right, game on. Hey, Marshall, we're going to go upstairs. And the kids are like, well, what are we going to do? And George says, hey, get your own hobby. Gross. And we all kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> we all just unexpectedly hit by that, throw up a little bit. Ugh. We're just, Ugh. Gag, audibly. Yeah. Um, I think even Marsha looks at the camera like, oh,
1: fuck. Oh, no.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> so uh we got to uh heather's coming back from her date with danny um they went to see dirty dancing
0: oh yeah got them hungry eyes
1: and then uh brad have you ever seen dirty dancing i have not
0: oh brad you gotta see dirty dancing i think you would love it because it's crazy 80s yeah um and just ridiculous and so many awesome one-liners no one puts baby in the corner um, which I really, I really think you could put Arnold into any movie with one-liners, and it would make it better. Like I really <laughs> think you could <laughs> just replace him with Swayze's part because he has so many great one-liners. And just imagine him like, "No, put baby in the corner." I mean, it would be perfect. Nice. It would be perfect. <laughs> on on the Nights Network, we are digitally. We're calling it. I don't know, Arnold's Hour, where we take key <laughs> scenes. Are we, we cut a movie down to an hour, but if mm-hmm. we put Arnold in there, make sure he does all the best one-liners from that nice. movie. as any character he nice. needs to be in that film to do it.
1: I like it. I can't wait to see the Godfather trilogy. Oh, snap. I know it was you, Fredo. <laughs> take the cannoli. Everyone, he just does every character. Amazing. Amazing.
0: That's going to be awesome.
1: Definitely. We're going to make that happen. So,
0: Heather comes in, sits on the couch. Uh, Danny comes in behind her and is like, look, Heather, I got to come clean with you. Um, she's like, you're gay. Again. God damn it. How Again? does this keep happening? God, Angela was fucking. She's like, no, 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 don't get, Don't get it twisted. Uh-huh. No gay shit this time.
1: <laughs> Yet. But it is it is some whack shit. Yeah. Because
0: I am going to be joining this a seminary pretty
1: soon. or yeah, Going off to as soon, uh, as soon as he finishes school, because he's a senior. As soon as he graduates, mm-hmm. he's going into seminary, because he's going to be a priest. Worst. Ugh.
0: First off, Heather, older boy, congratulations, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, second, gross.
1: Yeah. And she's D- immediately done. She's like, oh, oh God, did I do something? He's like, no, no, this is something I decided a long time ago. A long time ago, you were 18 tops. How long ago did you decide you wanted this shitty job? <laughs> you were 18 tops. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, when I was a little kid, a little kid, I, when I was in high school in a Jizo, I thought, you know what? I might go into the seminary. Uh, but we all know uh, I came to my senses and was like, all right, well, that's stupid. <laughs> Hurrah. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah, boy. I've come a long way. So my heart goes out to little Danny. But Danny's like, look, so, I mean, I gave my heart to God, so I don't know if we can date, because I know you might expect things as a girl, and, you know, maybe having sex. And she's like, oh, no, it's totally cool. It's fine. We'll be fine. This, this will work. If anything, I've, I'm overly pressured by other men to have so much sex. This will work. Oh, we can do this, Danny.
1: Uy. And then the she feels
0: guilty for taking him to dirty dancing, and <sighs> because he was very fidgety the whole time. It's dirty dancing, even though there is a part about an abortion.
1: Ah! He must have gone crazy during that part. Oh, fuck this shit! Like there's
0: some part of dirty dancing that gets sexy. Oh. But go ahead. Yeah, I, fuck it. I mean, oh. it's stupid.
1: She's like, well, maybe we can go see, uh, you know, a movie uh, next time. We'll go see like uh, the, 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 I don't know. She named she named some Jizo movies. Um, like she's like a Catholic. It's like uh, the bells of Saint uh, whatever. <laughs> or maybe Lame. The Exorcist.
0: Oh, now The Exorcist would have been an awesome movie to take him to. That's how she that that's how she works her long con. Exactly. He's gonna because he'll be terrified by it. I most people who were quasi-religious, whenever I watch The Exorcist with them, which I've I've only done a few times, they get freaked out by that shit. I mean, I can watch something about demons and be like, "This is stupid. Demons aren't real. Ghosts, these aren't real." But no. you get you get one of those people in there. They're oh, haunted boy, for yeah. days.
2: Oh my god!
0: That's how he could have like just like screamed and, like, buried his head into her shoulder, and she's like, all Mm. right. Mm. I I can see her game. Nice. So, like, I guess they decide to keep dating?
1: Yeah. At some point, George comes down with, like, in his, like, his robe with a baseball bat. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, and she's like, oh, this is Danny. He's going to be a priest. And George's like, oh, well, no no worries then. And he goes back upstairs. What the fuck?
0: First (laughs) of all, gross. Yeah.
1: Gross that you don't trust your daughter, one. As usual, um, and B. Uh, second of all, gross that you're like trusting some dude that says he's gonna be a priest just because he's gonna be a priest. Like you're not dude. trusting your daughter, and you're trusting people that are religious too much. Both of those things are really fucked up.
0: Agreed. I mean, but there's a lot of fucked up stuff in this episode, mm-hmm. and we're just we're just hitting the, I- the tip of the iceberg here. But you're right. That is weird. Um, but I mean, what is it? I anyone who I mean you can easily fake being religious and get all kinds of sympathy all yeah. kinds of like oh goodwill um there's a story that I'm not gonna tell yet on Ramjack secrets um for for reasons secrets. that are interesting secrets I can't wait to tell the story I may tell it on the next episode because it's definitely something that oh boy oh yeah oh boy but let's just say secrets something like that happened recently in my mm. life and I was like really are you fucking kidding me Ugh. are you fucking kidding me <laughs> A story for another time mm. keep listening but <laughs> keep listening
1: if you want to know all the secrets
0: Listened. All the secrets. If you thought episode 100 was crazy, wait till you get to episode 169, maybe. Is that the next one after this? Yeah,
1: 169, 170, somewhere in there.
0: 169. Things get hot on Ramjack episode 169. Well, uh, all, the, all the secrets. Secrets. Um, so the next day, I want to say Wesley T. rolls in on Belvedere, and I don't remember what their conversation is. I just remember Um, Wesley T. being excited, and they're talking about the television.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, Wesley T. comes in to have a conversation with Mr. Belvedere, and Mr. Belvedere's like, fuck off, what do you want? (laughs) And Wesley's like, well, listen, you're the one that said we should start having conversations, and uh, now that we don't have a TV, he's like, oh, fuck, what have I done? (laughs) That is pretty awesome, because it is basically like, what do
0: you fucking want?
1: (laughs) There's no TV. Well, you said
0: she... <laughs> so I'm going to practice conversation with you. <laughs> oh shit! Go talk yeah. to the Huffnagel girl, Wesley. Come on.
1: Seriously, get that doctor, get that, uh, get that
0: clinic back up and running. I mean, you're not. Shh. I mean, come on. Gotta get that private practice up. Keep it. Um, Heather comes in with two outfits. Mm-hmm. Mr. Belvedere, which of these do you think is less sexy? What? <laughs>
1: And it is a hard tell because like she's wearing there's some straight up like Amish dresses, like I don't know what's <laughs> happening. There's a weird grey sweater with like a weird white
0: collar shirt underneath and the other one I, I hoped when I looked at it was like a nice like black dress, but like with sleeves. But I don't know. Like, I think it's also like a weird black sweater. Yeah,
1: I think I think she I think it's like a which one of these is the most puritanical. Like Yeah, well that's yeah. Well I mean
0: I paraphrased and said which of these is less sexy, but you're right. You're it's, right. It's
1: that's it, what it's gross. And Belvedere's like, mm, what? Another date with Danny, I guess. Um, and he's taking her to a musical about Pope Urban II. Which Belvedere has on record, I guess. Like, he loves this musical. He makes a joke about a funny thing happened on the way to the Crusades. Um, eeks. I, I want there to be a musical about Pope Urban II. I want to see that happen. Like, <laughs> let's let's hear a musical about the guy that started the Crusades. I mean, how is that gonna go? Onward, Christian murderers. Ooh. Ugh. I mean,
0: I'm sure it would be upbeat, and the sarcasm would not be lost.
1: Gotta fight him there, so we don't have to fight him here.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute, that doesn't sound... Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, maybe it's a few years late, but I mean, yeah. I mean, Jingoism's still alive and well. Um. So, Heather, like, gives them to Belvedere to, like, she's like, hey, Belvedere, make a choice for me. Choose one while I go off and do this other thing. And Belvedere has them. And I think Belvedere, like, for a second, like, thinks about what they'd look like on him. <laughs> or that he's going to be, like, a, he's like, well, I could be a, a hmm, I could definitely pull off the sweater Uh mm-hmm. the skirt combo. And as he's putting them up to his body and looking down, imagining, <laughs> George walks in and was like, nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, listen, uh, I'm pretty bored, but I'm not that bored yet. Uh, nice try, though.
0: Again, uh, lead, lead, uh, lending credence to Belvedere and George's, at uh, uh, least on off, um, sexual relationship. Yeah, <laughs> show, yeah. Something's happening, Which we get hints at throughout the show. So when he does that, you're like, oh, oh okay.
1: Uh, we cut back to uh, the chorus class. And they've got Angela now. She's like singing like, the first syllable, and then the chorus comes in. But it's a religious song. Yeah. Why are they singing a religious song in a public school? That's gross. They're singing, its they're doing like Amazing Grace. Ugh. And Angela's
0: like, well, she basically just says, amazing. And everyone are like, how? And then they'll sweep, uh. And she goes, sound. Like, it's kind of weird Their stuff. First off, can we talk about the choir itself? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that one girl's sweater is fucking, it's like, it's almost like that dress that Angela wore, that sweater dress, that's not cool. There's this one girl, she has, like, a crazy mop of blonde hair, but she has on one of the longest blue sweaters I've ever seen. Yeah. So much that I thought that her white shorts, because uh, I'm assuming those are shorts, were part of the sweater. Like, it continued down. Like, it was blue to a point, and then it was white to a point. And I, I thought, nope. Well, that ain't cool. No,
1: no, because it's 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 like a dress, so or a skirt or something. But she's got like a white, it, like a white top under the blue sweater. So it's like she's wearing a white dress with this blue sweater on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, weird. And like high top tennis shoes or boots, I can't tell. Uh, yeah, that is weird, it's honey. Bizarre. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Angela is wearing all denim once again. It's a different all denim outfit though. She's still super foxy though.
0: Why were all of our sneakers like pointed toe back in the day? <laughs> I I don't know if she's wearing Reeboks or what she's wearing, but my goodness those are pointed uh, yeah. toes. And there's
1: a there's a kid on the end, um, that's wearing this like purple shirt with like the super rolled up eighty sleeves that is bizarre. Yeah. A lot of fashion things happening. And he's got some, like, he's got, like, stonewashed jeans that are just bizarre looking.
0: The 80s was not a good time for, I mean, it is. Yeah. What is going on?
1: A lot of bad things happening. A lot of bad things happening. White tennis shoes all around, though. Everyone's wearing white tennis shoes.
0: (laughs) All white everything. Oh, boy. That's what they were into.
1: Also, why is 75% of the chorus uh, Asian?
0: (laughs) That's another question. That is another question. What's happening in the And pit? why does Angela have the... Why does she have the solo? And by solo, why is she singled out to be in front of everyone?
1: Yeah, it's... They make it seem as though because she's such a bad singer, th- this is how they found to use her. Um, but wouldn't it be easier just to, like, have her, like, hidden amongst the chorus? As opposed to, like, shining a light on her?
0: Well, Heather was hidden. I didn't see Heather in the... I- at all in the chorus. Huh. Couldn't see her on the stage. So Heather was... Was just not there. Neither was her boy toy. Um, but... First off, Angela, probably the the best looking girl out of all the people there. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest.
1: True. So you want to put a face to your
0: cool group, you're gonna put the attractive people up there. Come all on. Right, all right. You would look at this if you if you looked at if you looked at this band without her, you'd be like, gross, who would want to listen to ugly people sing? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take my beautiful dog and my beautiful friends and get out of here.
1: Uh, let's get out of here, Cromwell. Ruff, rough.
0: <laughs> um So they all leave Um, As they're leaving class Because it's been dismissed after they sang this song I don't know Mm -hmm. why you would end the class on Amazing Grace Fuck you But as they leave um, Danny comes up to Heather and says Hey, Heather, hold up one second I need to talk to you Um, I'm a senior, we've been seeing each other for a while I like you, I want to take you to the senior dance She's Heather's like like, Sweet (laughs) Yeah, that's, oh, cool Yeah, nice, 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 cool and he's like, "Great. Also, I want to fuck you."
1: Oh, P.S. You know what? I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be leaving for a seminary like right after, as soon as school's over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just thinking—you know—it's my last night of freedom. Maybe we could bang it out. Bye.
0: Yeah, and then it's like vamp. <gasps> Ex- excuse me. Like what? Heather doesn't it'll take. Like what? 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 And he's like, "Think about it." Goodbye. See ya. Just think about it. Just Later, Heather. <laughs> See ya. Oh, boy. Hey, Angela, wait up! Runs off. Heather is left there like, whoa. First off, flattered. Second off, grossed out. And also feeling very guilty for no reason whatsoever. Weirdest. We're back at the house. I'm assuming um, they just got back from school. They're wearing the same clothes, so obviously it's not like the next Uh day. Um, And Angela and Heather are having a heart-to-heart. Yeah. Heather says, I feel so guilty because uh, I'm such a slut. Here I was, uh, like, slutting it up. And I turned a man of the cloth away from God. Ugh, gross. And here we are. Now I gotta fuck him.
1: Uh, what, what if? What if an I? Angi- what if he's in love with me the rest of his life and he can't do anything about it because he's a priest? Don't be a priest. It's a, it's the stupidest thing you can do with your life. I mean,
0: truth. You're basically. I. You have a doctorate in nonsense. And what would that? A, in nonsense. I might as well have, have a, a nonsense an, I might as well have a,
1: a, a doctorate in imaginary dogs. <laughs> you might be able to get that. I know just as much about that as uh, this asshole knows about the the creation of the universe and the laws governing it.
0: I really hope, and I know they do this, but at seminaries are like, not just, not so much priests, but definitely like Protestant preachers or anyone that would be a clergy member. I assume that they do go through courses in like human psychology and like, I guess, um, solving social disputes and just basic communication and rhetoric, surely they do. Surely Ugh. it's all about like making people feel good and basically being a counselor or a psychiatrist or something, right? Hopefully, because I mean, it can't just all be nonsense. But it's right. All
1: in, but even like best case scenario, if they are getting all of that, it's through a filter of nonsense.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that that's that, that's the that's the caveat there. How many like, uh. facts
1: are able to make it through that sieve?
0: <laughs> the answer would surprise you. Quite so. Yeah, that's gross. Don't be don't be a priest. But also, why is she, like, making her head go off in these crazy tangents? Like, what if he's a priest, and then he loves me forever, and he can't do anything about it? Well, then he's an idiot, Heather. Fuck him. <laughs> That's weird. That doesn't—that shouldn't happen.
1: Yeah. It's—I—oh, God, I hate the weird sexist <laughs> shit going on in this show. Like, I hate and that we have to keep him in this episode. Yeah. We why keep is Heather these always going to— about how it's gotten to a point where
0: where she's slunch saving herself when there's no reason to. Yeah. It's so weird. Oh fuck the 80s. Angela's not having any of it. Yeah, fuck the 80s. Angela's not having any of it. Angela's like, alright, cool, well if you want to talk about it, let me know. And just basically ignores Heather's plea and just leaves.
1: Again, stone savviest. face
0: like savviest. savviest. It's like, bitch, I'm on I'm on birth control. I'm fucking around. I'm having fun. Why are you messing with this priest dude? If you want to talk to me or get serious about this, let me know. In the meantime, I'm going out. Outskies. I got a date later, Mr. Belvedere's. Whatever she calls him.
1: I think she called him. I think she called him Bunny Hop at some point. Late Bunny Hop. Um. So, uh, Belvedere and Heather have a little heart-to-heart.
0: Oh goodness.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not quite there yet. Um. First, we're close. we, We have a game of Simon Says. Ugh. Because like, they, yeah. they're having a family fun... Uh, luckily, Heather's dealing with her own shit. But the rest of the family and Belvedere are playing Simon Says. What the fuck?
0: Wesley T is telling them to do things. <laughs> they're all together. This is what the fam. Brad, this is what a family does when the television's off.
1: Oh, fuck. If they didn't
0: have television and the inter- internet is a glimmer in Al Gore's eye, then there is... This is what you would do. Can you imagine a life without television where we all we do is fucking play stupid games like this?
1: I can't. Oh, sounds terrible. Are, are children even entertained by Simon Says anymore?
0: Like, I, as a toddler, going to be like Simon, you're like, hey, Simon Says, like, fuck off. I'm reading on my Kindle. Seriously. <laughs> I got a juice box and a Kindle. I'm reading. I'm I, three. This is the future.
1: <laughs> look, I'm on the iPad right now. I got shit to do. Listen, <laughs> what are you talking about Simon Says? Fuck that noise.
0: I mean, Siri talks to me. Uh, you mean Siri? You mean Siri Hey, Siri, Siri what the fuck is Simon
1: Says? Siri says? I don't get it. Adults no. are weird. Yeah, but they are having the most fun. They are laughing it yeah. up. Yucksters all around. All the yuck yucks.
0: At the next dinner party I have, or I go to, I'm going to suggest we play Simon Says and see <laughs> what happens. Please. let's going to see what happens when that bomb drops. <laughs> all right, hey guys, guys, we're going to play guys. a really awesome party game. It's called Simon Says. But is it like, is it like? Is there like a drinking game within it? No, we're not in college. Unless is there Simon like, Says drink.
1: And they're like, mm, no. But they're playing and Belvedere uh, loses. He's like, all oh, right, I'm out. I'm going to go in the other room and read my book. And they're like, no, Belvedere, come on. Don't leave. Keep playing the game. What? They look like they are so happy. What the fuck? Or are they just trying to fuck with Belvedere? Because no one should be that happy playing Simon says. They're fucking with Belvedere for $50. What's that about?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're definitely having fun. Marsh is having the best time of her life. Uh Kevin looks like he's on the verge of losing at any second because every movement he makes is like a slight second behind everyone else like, "Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck." Kevin I'm is in sure George
1: is in college, damn it. Why is he playing Simon Says with his family? He was just like working at a sorority where everyone wanted to fuck him.
0: Well, He did fuck that one girl.
1: Like, he fucked all the women in the sorority. He's a, he's at home playing in Simon Says with his parents. And his housekeeper. What the fuck?
0: This is what happens when the television goes out, Brad. This is what fucking happens when we lose television. Insanity.
1: Insanity. Ugh can't
0: Uh, um (laughs) belvedere is obviously um at the end of his rope with this situation things Mm -hmm. are coming to a head the family has to be stopped they're having too much fun and they're getting belvedere into it and he can't have a he can't have a moment of quiet to himself heather gets a special guest danny comes in to the back of the house which is suspect to begin with right he's like heather look I know I said something the other day that I, I was just in the heat of the moment. I just didn't know and Heather says, I'll do it. Ooh, boy. And he's like, wait, what? I mean, what? And Heather's like, yeah, we'll have sex. It's cool, whatever. And he's super excited. He, yeah. Yeah, he's excited. Runs out of the house. Think about what he's going to wear. Going to buy a condom. Um, <laughs> Belvedere.
1: <laughs> the one he'll use in his life. I only need one. Where do I get it?
0: alright calm down Danny let's, let's have another talk um, but then Heather has a talk with Belvedere and I think she had a talk with him before that I thought first red flag because Belvedere has now become Heather's like gal pal yeah. because they'll talk about things she's like you know I, I started dating Danny because it was a change of pace a lot of other guys are just consu- they're consumed with the concept of having sex so it was great to date Danny, who wasn't, so I didn't have to, I actually got to watch movies at the movie theater, or when we took in a show, I didn't have to fend off his advances the entire time. But now he's, now he wants to have sex, and you know, he's gonna go off to the priesthood, and, I mean,
1: first of, first I'm gonna of, first do it. First of all, it. can we just say that, I, I, I wish Heather wasn't, everybody that Heather dated wasn't trying to rape her. I, I, I'm, I yeah, that would be, prefer that not to happen. Um, for starters, let's make, let's, yeah. Like, I... Fuck the 80s. I mean, he... So... so, But I think somebody that, like, is clearly obsessed with something that he can't do is probably an equally fucked up person. Oh, definitely. Because he's just obsessing with sex and he can't because he's a Jizo. Like, those are really fucked up people as well. Very
0: much so. (laughs) So, uh... When you start delving in those those depths of any human, you're like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. So he's one of those guys. Why? I mean, you could make an argument, why is our culture so obsessed with sex? Especially uh, the whole euthanizing of culture. Not euthanizing, not destruction of culture, but the whole, like, um... (laughs) But the fact that we're obsessed with youth and culture and sex. I mean, in Danny's defense, there's tons of, like, sexy teen comedies where that's the main goal. Like, I gotta have sex tonight. I'm gonna become a a man or a woman. It's whatever. Fuck... whatever who cares
1: yeah and i mean there's a point to i mean just like normal human sexuality that's a thing but oh, it's yeah. being fucked up because of this fucked up uh religious paranoia of sex oh like,
0: well yeah that compounds it to like, a lot more that's it's like ooh.
1: that's like a jig how fucked up the 80s were about like sex and gender and everything and then you put on top of that this jizo bullshit like ah uh, it's the most fucked up
0: Surely that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it does exist, like, in the depths of the South. But surely, kids, everyone, it's said with a wink and a nod. Uh, look-a-douche. Like, the, okay, you're right. Straight up look-a-douche. My, I forgot about look douche Yeah. I mean, I didn't give that man any increment, like, any neuron in my head. I was like, fuck him. I'm done. I'm getting it out on Ramjack. I'll put it on, on, yeah. <laughs> on my online memory and my <laughs> memory warehouse. That is Ramjack. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but you're right. But at least the kids can make fun of him, yeah, like he was saying that. But the kids were like, "Fuck this dude."
1: That idea is not the majority anymore, I don't think. Yeah, which is I mean, good.
0: Yeah, well done. But Heather is caught rocking a hard place, and she's decided that she's going to have sex with this guy before he goes off to college.
1: And and, um, and by college means seminary, not college. Yeah,
0: to pretend school. Right. To <laughs> school about pretend times.
1: Fairy tale, fairy tale, fairy tale place.
0: Yeah, it's a college where you get your degree in imaginary dogs, and, <laughs> and they wish God and God. So,
1: Dude, and she's like Belvidere, you're not gonna be able to talk me out of this.
0: And he's like, but All she's right. talking to Belvedere to help her talk out. I mean, obviously that's mm-hmm. what her cry for help is. I mean, come on. But also, her and Belvidere are such again close friends that they can talk about anything, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird, but in a way, it's great because Heather needs someone. <laughs> Angela is playing her own games And of course George and Marsha are fucking playing Simon Says In the other room
1: <laughs> So I know mean, Heather you can't needs go to parents. Heather like, needs You can't go to your parents for advice about sex When they're busy laughing it up Playing Simon Says Simon says put your fingers
0: in your ears oh fuck she needs any type of harbor in this storm of the Owen's house in this life she's living so Belvedere says I'm not going to try to stop you but I will say if this is going to be your first time making a special place I have the perfect place Creepy. I'll give you someone's number. So yeah, fucking weird. And th- That's a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, and that is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't even know what I would be thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't o- know if I'd be able to handle that.
1: I like I I I know it's Belvedere and he's close to the family, but if an older man tells a teenager, listen, um, if you if you if you you need to make your first time special, I got a place. Then what you do is you go and check that place for cameras because that's the <gasps> creepiest fucking thing.
0: Well, first you go get a real adult, maybe a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, yeah, you get all that on record and make sure you're getting watched Yeah, by an authority. And then yeah. ma- then check for cameras.
1: Yeah, creepiest. But he sends well, them off to this little, like, bed and breakfast place. That's... <coughs> Does it
0: have, like, a nun theme? Or are nuns just staying there?
1: I, I think nuns work... Th- I think it's run by nuns. It makes no sense. It
0: doesn't. But the place—it I mean, are- was, it was the spinoff hopeful for Belvedere, ah. this Nun Hotel. The
1: background pilot—it's a yeah, it's a backdoor pilot for uh, the Nun Hotel. Oh, the Bethlehem Inn. Gone. So <laughs> we got this old dude who's all who's
0: like just a dumb, barely cognitist. Like he's he's working the front desk. Um, <laughs> Heather and Danny have a backstory. They oh, come boy. in fully dressed up and like he's dressed up as a soldier, very well decorated I might add, and she's got on a, a bridal dress. Uh, this like, is already fucked up. This yeah. is already the most fucked up.
1: And their cover story is they're the Petersons from Patterson or the Pattersons from Peterson. Take your pick. It's either oh, one. Boy, worst. And their their whole story is that they've just gotten married and he's about to go back to war or something. I don't know. It's weird.
0: He has to have... And this is his idea. Heather's just like, we could have just been us here. It's cool. He's like, no, no, no. We have to have a backstory. I have to I have to separate myself from this action um, in my head. Because it's not me. It's not me having sex. Why would I do that? I'm with God. I'm one of... <laughs> me and Jizo are best friends. I would never do that. But this soldier character that
1: I've created in my
0: mind can do
1: anything. Including okay. kill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Including wear your flesh as a suit. What? Nothing. Heather's suit.
0: one of my favorite moments in ramjack Jack history so they get up to the room and he's like alright let's do this let's do this let's do this and he's having trouble getting his clothes off and Heather's like alright dude calm down let's just let's just get this let's do it let's make it special and then Um, have they ever kissed has he ever held her hand? I don't. I don't think know so. if they've had any physical contact during their entire time of dating. Yeah, I don't think so. It's so awkward. They don't even kiss. Like they inch close to each other. Like, Ugh, uh, like this is happening. Um, yeah. As they're on the bed, we get a knock on the door, and
1: the door aliens guys as <laughs> like they don't its own. open the door, do they? Someone the the, the nuns just nope. open the door. Well,
0: it opens without them touching it. Like the door just opens, and that one has the basket, and there's two behind her. There's yeah. a bright light over over them, which again, I I mistaken I mistook for extraterrestrials. Like, oh, Gray. okay. as you should, aliens, greys. Um, but I think they were going for an angelic kind of motif. I can't tell. Ugh, I just that's my own fears in, influenced how I interpreted so the scene. So fucked
1: up. Yeah, and they then bring them a fruit basket. Yeah, they give them a basket of fruit, and like I think there's a bottle of wine in there. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. Uh, like, nun, nuns are the worst. Like, you're not even a <laughs> priest. You're just You're just as shitty. And, like, what is what do you do as a nun? What the fuck does a nun do? Um, I don't know. Maybe keep the grounds or whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's like a Religious more useless... Sanctuary co- it's days. the
0: only job that's more useless than priest. You're supposed to be... You can't have sex as a nun. You can't have kids. You give your life to God. So I guess whatever God wants you to do. Brush the, the stone paths on, at the monastery.
1: Hide a Say a lot of bird. prayers.
0: Yeah, make... <laughs> have sing songs, the local kids. Give right. back. Ugh. Become an award-winning uh, high school choral group. Mm. Not too dissimilar to this episode of Belvedere. I mean, dude, I don't know what nuns do. Yeah. I've been seeing some nuns drive around town. I've seen nuns go into restaurants, and it's weird. So I don't know what they're getting up to.
1: Ugh, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck Some these of them dummies teach at school. are wasting their lives. I'm tired of people having respect for this shit. You have openly I decided don't... to waste your life. Fuck. I, you. as I've gotten older, I mean,
0: obviously as someone who is an atheist, we don't put credence in any of that. I mean, we have a hard time wrapping our minds around angels. Fuck the whole concept of God. Um, and I do kind of not. I mean, to each their own. As long as you're not hurting anyone, that's fine. But the more, I'm just like, Ugh, there is. This is pretend. You, what are you doing? You can't give up that, that much who of your are life you? How to are you something. getting money for this? You can't give up your How are your people li- listening to you?
1: you can't I mean, give, it's being... You cannot give away that much of your life to something that... That there's... It's... It First of all, it's It's obviously false and nonsense. And if you put any time into pursuing that and trying to find out if it's real or not, I. there's no way you can come up with a, oh yeah, this is definitely a real thing. Like maybe oh, yeah. if you're really deceiving yourself, you'll be able to say, uh, oh, maybe I don't know. Could be." I mean, I mean, you could make an, a, a
0: a very loose argument about like, well, everything that we kind of do for entertainments pretend. Yeah, but that's because it's pretend entertainment. We don't treat it as fucking real. Yeah. Granted, there's people who spend all their lives like making movies or like drawing or whatever, uh, writing stories. I mean, fuck. We review Belvedere every week and sure. Perfect Strangers. Those are you know entertainments. No one's saying that. And religion is basically entertainment. But when you think it's, we don't think Belvedere's real. I don't think Heather's real. I mean, I watch her stories, but I don't. I don't yeah. pray to her. Yeah. I'm not asking her for. I would never ask Heather for advice. There's very few people, I guess, in any of the television shows <laughs> that we. I would actually go to for advice. True. But I know Charles is my buddy. Charles would be right there next to me if he was real. Mm-hmm. I would love Zach Morris on my team, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. and Belvedere. Right. And of course, Larry and Balkey are going to be there on my team, of course. And I trust them a hell of um, a lot
1: more than anybody in the Bible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not real. So I do I do kind of lose respect for people like that. And why would you have respect for someone who lives in a pretend world or fosters other people to live in a pretend yeah. world? Yeah, yeah. That's the part that gets to you. And even if they don't, I don't know, it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's absolute asinine nonsense. Yeah. So, uh, of course, he freaks out. And he's like, no, we can't do this. I'm so sorry. What was I thinking? How How could I do this to you? How could I use you like this? Um, <sighs>
0: that's when his conversation got a little I was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I used you. I made you feel sorry for me. Because <sighs> like, Heather can't have a thought of her own, right? Oh,
1: so fucked up you dude. So fucked up. And Heather's like, well I kinda of was kinda of using you too. I was hoping that maybe you would like me more than God. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of you is real. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that
0: you'd fall in love with me and forget about God. <laughs> just forget about him (laughs) the guy i want the non-existent deity. okay in his world and a a deity i would just forget about him god i'm sorry i can't it's just heather is i'm in love so i don't have i don't have time for you anymore creator of the universe yeah it's weird it's fucked up on all it's all fucked up on all accounts uh, this guy is a jerk heather i mean come on honey I just uh, needs to start dating nice people and not yeah. crazy. She needs to stop settling for these people and, like, get out there and find a nice boy.
1: Or just, like, have sex and not be weirded out by it. Like, okay, have a healthy... Okay, there, there's the
0: thing. I mean... She needs to have a healthy life. The stigma we have in the West about fucking sex blows my mind. I don't... Come on. And again, I hope the kids don't have this. I, surely in a few generations it'll be done with. And they're like, yeah. yeah, have sex, duh. Duh, of course. I mean, come on. Seriously. So... But they decide to remain friends, that it's all right, they're not going to have sex, they're going to take this for lovely fruit basket, and then go home.
1: Boy. Heather uh, gets home, she talks to Belvedere like, Hey, you were right, pretty sneaky trick sending Millie to the non-village. Belvedere's like, well, I knew you'd make the right decision. Fuck you, Belvedere.
0: Yeah, fuck you, Belvedere. Ugh. At this point, I don't know what Belvedere's game is. And I really don't know what the fuck is up with Heather's pink um outfit in that scene either. True, but... There's a lot of... Okay... Pink pants, mm-hmm. pink denim jacket,
1: I'm assuming? Yeah.
0: Too much pink. Too it's much conflicting outfit. pink.
1: It's a weird outfit, Alex, but I think you're forgetting the very next scene. <laughs> um, You want to talk about some weird outfits. Uh, we come back and we've got, <laughs> again, again, I just want to point out uh, one more time that last week... Kevin was fucking all the girls in a sorority. (laughs) (laughs) This scene, we got Kevin, we got George, we got Marsha, we got Wesley T. They formed some sort of country jug band. (laughs) (laughs) They're dressed up like assholes.
0: (laughs) Wesley T's on the washboard. We got Papa George behind them on, like, what is it? The one string and the one string the wash bucket?
1: Base. Yeah, uh, Kevin's playing a kazoo. Marsha is playing a bottle. Marsha's got, like, a mini pearl uh, like, hat with, like, the the tag Gun. thing on it.
0: Like I thought it was a graduation tassel. No, it's like a... It, <laughs> and I no. thought, you're really fucking up. Uh, Kevin has on a train conductor's hat? or yeah. Some sort of weird, like, I don't get any of it. But um, they have performed a country George, western jug band.
1: George is wearing, like, a, a uh, like a uh, a pink like checkered shirt uh, with overalls with overalls and a fucking straw, straw hat. hat like it is bad news bears it is a goddamn fucking nightmare how did it come to this like what
0: what went uh, from Simon says to this nightmare in a 24 hour period I don't
1: know and I like I really I, I I want I want to think they're just fucking with Belvidere, but I don't know I don't know <laughs>
0: Cause, At this point, they got lost in their own con.
1: Yeah, because Belvedere is is not—it's just them, and they're playing and ho- hooting and a hollering, and having a grand <laughs> old opera in the living room. Belvedere like sticks like uh, a stick with a white flag, and he surrenders. Um, they're and they're like, ha, ah, we won, yay! And he's like, listen, I can't take this shit anymore. You folks got to get the fuck out of my hair. Um, so I'm ending this. And they're like, so, so we won? He's like, yeah. <laughs> And then he has, he has some delivery men come in with a giant big screen TV, old-timey style.
0: Yeah, and everyone's like,
1: whoa! All right, here's the thing.
0: Is this standard death? It is standard definition. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One of the movers, by the way, is played by Roy Fegan, whom
0: Uh-oh.
1: who he played uh, Bird in The Five Heartbeats, greatest movie ever, as well as the villain in Meteor Man. Really? Yes. That is awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. So many crossovers. I I could I can't even tell because he's just in and out so quickly. But uh, on IMDb, uh, he's the guy. We really can't overstate how giant this television is. It's so big.
0: It's uh, it's giant. Like, it's over 70 inches. Like, that thing is fucking huge. Yeah. Granted, it's a square. It's a cube. So it's not like a real television. It's one of those lame old televisions. But, but it's giant.
1: Yeah. It is really. I don't know if
0: I'd want P.B. Herman being that big in the 80s <laughs> coming at me.
1: I mean how how big is it? How like It's huge. I mean it's it,
0: taller than Wesley T can stand. I, <laughs> George I, can like put his elbows up over it. Like it's giant.
1: But yeah, but it's giant because it's like an old-timey television. But do you think it's what it's like a 60 inch maybe?
0: Uh, maybe. I mean, okay. The inches of television always they deceive me. Right. So I, I'm not sure exactly how tall or how big it is. All I know is that it looks gigantic. Yeah. They roll it in. It's huge because it it's huge.
1: It's like an old timey TV. And it like looks like the size. Big screen TVs are crazy. Well, it looks like the size of almost like their
0: couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Square wise, that may be a, a solid sixty inches. It's huge. Yeah. The men carrying the men wheeling it in, it comes up to their chins as far as them and assuming that their average height it's what a five a five seven foot tall yeah it's a A a a giant seven inch tall television yeah it's huge my aunt had had one of those
1: old-timey big screen tvs back in the day and i remember like it took a while to warm up like you had to (laughs) like yeah it's like what the fuck
0: projection it was weird it's also three feet deep so there's not a lot of room left in the, the living room it's huge so weird the picture wasn't really all that great on those, though, right? Because they were rear projection, yeah. or at least some of them were, um, like, the picture was a little bit light. Like, you couldn't really have it near something, a light source, because it would kind of wash everything out or, like, mute it a lot. But this is the best thing to ever happen to the Rollins family. Everything is forgotten, though, and their new life is a country jug band. Oh, <laughs> fuck. No more Simon Says. It's all A-OK.
1: What, what if they kept up? What if they kept up? The, they're doing their jug band nonsense. Like the next episode is like uh, they're uh, going to the Grand Ole Opry. Like from here on out, that's what they do. Kevin drops out of school.
0: That there's. (laughs) I really hope that there's not another episode where like they lose electricity or anything. Because it'll happen. It'll happen in a heartbeat. They'll get back. I mean, they're gonna put it in the basement. Eeks. Or the attic. I mean, they're not gonna give that stuff away.
1: So we go off to uh, Belvedere writing in his journal. Um, Apparently, Heather and Danny are still hanging out. Uh, they went to see some movie where uh, a soldier is, like, on a desert island with a nun for a bit of a change of pace. Fuck that shit.
0: Oh, man, can you imagine how horrible that movie must be? Ugh. Or awesome. I mean, who knows? I mean, mm. I'm sure if, if if they had the right writers, are you listening, mm. Hollywood? We could, I mean, we could make it into something crazy. Yeah. Um, Suddenly there's a Sasquatch on the island. They're not alone. Oh, and no. And the nun starts having second thoughts when there's a... T- you know, a Yeti penis that defies logic. Defies logic.
1: And defies the will all of logic. God.
0: There you go. You found it. Got it. Did That's it. the first story you pin, Brad. Mm. Uh, guys, look out in the Amazon store.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. defies logic and the will of God. <laughs> Belvedere's like, uh, boy, they haven't been able to pull themselves away from the new TV. If I had known it would be like this, I would have put it outside. Why? That's weird. Then the TV Tell would break down. I guess, yeah. like, just, why don't put on you in go the outside. <laughs> yeah, Butler, why don't you?
0: <laughs> why don't Why don't you? Why don't you go outside? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Hey, Belvedere, how about you go outside if you want to be outside so bad? Come mm. on. Hmm. So yeah, that's the app. That's it. I mean, it ends like that.
1: <sighs> yeah. There's a weird uh, when, head of the class. Uh, <laughs> happy holidays yeah. thing that's like on the YouTube video.
0: And like, hey, the teacher's like, hey, head of the class here. I wish you a uh, happy holidays. And the kids are like, can we sing now? I thought they'd tell them it'd be a good, it'd be a happy holiday. Everyone laughs and we went last
1: when it ends. It's very awkward. That's super, it. Super, super awkward. So, yeah. It's um, uh, Alex, who won? Who lost?
0: That is, that is a wonderful question.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say
0: Wesley T. won.
1: Okay, all right, all right.
0: Wesley T broke a television and didn't get caught. True. And he got a giant television and re- as, I mean, he just got a bigger, he got an upgrade. True, and he Plus, got, to, he, he,
1: he got to, to humiliate Belvedere in Simon Says.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was the guy in Simon Says. We can only assume that he was in charge of the Jug Band, let's be honest. I mean, I'm pretty sure he won in a big way this week. Yeah, I think so. Huge way. Wesley T took this shit.
1: Think, makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world. Almost
0: everyone else lost. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard to narrow them down.
1: Okay, but, okay, let's break okay, down. Kevin, quick, quick, yeah, Kevin is no longer fucking everyone in the sorority. <laughs> Kevin has got time to spin a jug band and playing Simon Says. That's a pretty big oh, yeah, loser. So Kevin
0: is. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty big loser.
1: <laughs> Marsha had to fuck I, George.
0: Yeah, that's her hobby. They consider um, it a hobby now. Ugh. <laughs> Um George What's your hobby? Sex with my husband.
1: Ugh. George had to go a week without TV and was being George and he's the worst. Um George wore overalls. Yeah. Done. Exactly. <laughs> Already um, neck and neck with Kevin and March. Yeah. Uh Belvedere had to uh had to buy a giant television and pay for well, like, Belvedere's a like. belvedere has got mad money. And he also paid for like a weird nun in suite. Um, yeah, that. He okay, lost a lot of money. When you put it
0: that way. That is fucking weird. Yeah. Who's the fucking weirdest this week, <laughs> Belvedere?
1: <laughs> nice. Um. And Heather, Heather didn't get to fuck <laughs> her priest weirdo. Um. Yeah, and she still feels ashamed for yeah, all of like, was,
0: her very, I mean, normal and healthy sexual, yeah. I mean, curiosity.
1: Yeah, Angela. Um. I mean, going to
0: become the face of the school choir. True. True. Um. Yeah. Daddy will be proud of her. Willie. I mean, let's say that. Well, I mean, it's not Atlantic City, but I mean, it's something. It's oh. not Vegas, but you know, it's something. It's the pit. It's something.
1: Who Who was
0: the biggest loser, though? I really don't want to make Kevin the biggest loser. No, I mean, as no. much as everything seems to be leaning toward that direction, <laughs> because really, dog, how can you go from an episode where you're like the winner, clear winner, yeah. to this?
1: I mean, I think it's between... It's Heather, 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 Belvedere, and Marsha. Yeah, I think those are the three.
0: I mean, even though Belvedere seems like a curmudgeon, I mean, he had fun. He was, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I fucking hate Simon Says. He loved every moment of it. Okay, all right. I mean, he even had, he made a flag, like a surrender flag. Like, to him, it's all, it's like, I'll make a flag of surrender. It'll be nice. As i wheel in the television. True. And Belvedere's having fun.
1: All right, all right. Marsha,
0: so, I don't, I mean, she fucked George. Ugh.
1: As a hobby. But,
0: As a hobby,
1: like she was the one that was behind all the. She was the one behind the jug man and assignment says just to keep George off of her.
0: Oh, now that's the tragedy. Yeah, I almost say she loses because of that. But I really feel bad for Heather because there's so many episodes where Heather is put in this like '80s vision of what a young woman should be, Mm -hmm. and that ain't cool, guys. Yeah, that ain't cool. We've had the teen pregnancy episode. Um, we've had, God goodness, so many episodes of Heather. Yeah, her just birthday. Just getting beaten down. The yeah. birthday episode.
1: Ugh. Uh, I mean, I, I feel.
0: I, it's, I don't, who do you think? I, I'll let you decide.
1: I think Heather lost it. I mean.
0: Heather lost. It was brutal. You listen to your sexism. heart. You express what was in that heart, and you know that she lost sexism. She uh,
1: Sexism and Jesus. is
0: calling shots. is like, let's do Jug Band. Let's do Simon Says. Yeah. Heather's not calling any shots. He- Mar- Heather is said yes-ish.
1: Mar- Mar- but Mar- that was because Mar- peer pressure. Marsha's coming up with creative solutions to her terrible problem. Heather is just been being beaten down by the world.
0: Heather has two outfits that we're just going to assume that she bought just to date this dude. And she goes to Belvedere, the only person who will listen to her. Heather, oh lost,
1: no. Heather lost in a battle between herself and an imaginary sky god. Wow.
0: That's right. In the end, he he ended up loving a pretend time more than he did her.
1: Ugh. Ooh. I could I could fuck this this cute teenage girl that's into me, or I could uh, follow the wishes of Humpty Dumpty. It might as well be the same thing. Like what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really want Humpty Dumpty to be a deity now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that would be God or he would be <laughs> Lucifer because Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Mm. I mean, that would make... And it almost plays into the biblical mythology, but... Oh boy. You're right. Worst. She lost to Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. She lost to a divine Humpty Dumpty. Hmm. Boy. Gross. Yeah, Heather lost. Poor girl. Oh, Poor girl. Worst. Surely she'll get an episode of her own pretty soon. That's where she just shines. Yeah. Where she's winning on all cylinders.
1: Alex, better question. Best dressed, worst dressed. Fuck. I mean, I've been waiting for... This is the one that... I mean, <clears throat> Wow. Can we do worst dress um, first? Because I feel it's the
0: easiest. Please don't let it be Angela, dude. No!
1: George I'll in the him overalls. Everything. George in the yes. overalls.
0: Yes. See, I almost blocked out that section. Because yeah. I really forgot that pink, they had the country pink western checkered thing. shirt
1: with overalls. Fuck you. And a straw hat. <laughs> fuck you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him.
1: Alright. Best
0: dressed. Uh. The only thing that could have made that worst... I'm just thinking of kitschy jug bands And them putting like the giant fake freckles oh. With a makeup pen on their cheeks oh. That would have taken it over to the top All the way over to uh. the top Best dressed oh. Hmm I mean I want to kind of give Heather and Danny A joint award for their alias costumes Of the newlyweds hmm. Mainly because of its originality <laughs> I don't know about the wedding the, dress dog The wedding dress was not favor her But the fact that they went to that effort to do it Is hilarious and awesome true i kind of wish more people did stuff like that
1: I, I think heather in like the core scene with like the red sweater yeah i think that's pretty fun. it see. was a
0: neat it was a neat pattern on the sweater that even though it was 80s mm-hmm. it still looked all right like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be like huh oh, i sorry. still think angela's looking pretty good in some of those denim ensembles as much as it is a jay leno denim
1: yeah <laughs> she I mean, looks good she looks good but that's just her looking good that has nothing to do with the the ensemble
0: true I, I mean I you wouldn't be friends with her if she looked bad, right, but obviously. you're
1: true. Obviously. Um also um honor I want to give an honorable mention, uh worst dress to the girl wearing the uh, Simon Chipmunk sweater. <laughs> ah, ah,
0: ah. Yeah, yeah. But, definitely uh, good, yeah. good one on that.
1: But uh, he- have um, Heather- I Heather
0: I'm cool with Heather's red uh sweater outfit. It worked. Awesome. She rocked it. Um yeah, well done, Heather. Best dressed in this episode.
1: Alright, congratulations. She lost.
0: She lost, but in style. She
1: did. She lost with style. George has no
0: style mm, and ugh. no real hobbies. <laughs> His hobbies was, were taken from him or denied him. So terrible. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's Belvedere, ladies and gentlemen. I
1: mean, That's it. We did
0: it. <laughs> heroes. I, Yay. Heroes pose. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Um, There's a lot of ways to get in contact with the show and tell us what you think, how you're feeling, how your new year's going. Mm -hmm. Um, One of our favorite ways for you to do that, to express yourself, express what's in your heart, is to phone us. Brad, what's the phone number?
1: It is 206-339-5894. Awesome. And we have some voicemails to listen to, correct? We do indeed. Uh, First one up, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it might be from an old friend. Let's check it out. Anna Martinez, is that you? <laughs>
0: Has the prodigal uh, daughter returned?
1: Oh, I hope it's her. I have no idea. If anyone um, was able to understand that and translate it, please let us know what she said, because I don't have a clue.
0: No. What about to put that the Google Translate? We'll get we'll get the computers. We'll, on we'll figure it out. We'll get the we'll algorithm it. on it.
1: Definitely. Sweet. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what Siri says. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Next voicemail.
3: Hey, Ryan Jack, It's Alan, the uh, library apologist.
0: nice happy holidays happy holidays thank you so much for calling indeed yeah i mean that i have not seen the librarian in a while so i haven't been able to ask take it to her directly but i i will try especially for brad's sake just yes. to, to talk to her again and be like honey listen let's let's talk about this you let's. said something well over a year ago and i'm sure you forgot <laughs> in the passing <laughs> comment I think a couple you couple of years quickly ago hushed and things. changed the subject uh <laughs> But be, on, be honest, you you don't get a thousand pages into a book and say so you don't like it, right? <laughs> Just be yeah. honest with me.
1: Oh. Uh, she's going to be like, no, um, I always read a thousand pages, and then I watch my favorite movie, Inland Empire.
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> Boy. I'm glad that someone... I'm glad someone enjoyed the Inland Empire commentary. Uh, it was a good time. It was a fun app to, to record. It was yeah. very different. I wasn't sure how we were going to go, but I, I, I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Indeed. And we were able to, um, yeah, enrich someone's life. Indeed. By by, um, yeah, basically bashing a horrible movie. Um, we have more voicemails, though, correct, Brad? We do, indeed. Yay!
3: Hey, it's John Pernicek here. So, I sent you a link to some audio. Now, the audio needs... I'm sure you'll understand when I say that the audio needs some explanation. I was commuting from the airport back to my airport. I had just, I'm sorry, I i do own an airport, but uh, the correct way of saying what I meant to say earlier was I was commuting from the airport to my apartment. I believe I said airport twice. I do own an airport, but I didn't mean to reference it in that moment. Anyway, I was commuting back to my apartment from the airport and this, Strange young college age girl gets on the train. Pretty sure she was talking to herself, but if she had some sort of discreet Bluetooth device or was, I don't know, FaceTiming with someone on a phone, I didn't notice it. She was very strange. Uh, She kept turning around to look at me with this really moronic, sort of psychotic smile on her face, and she never stopped talking. She was either singing along to an unheard melody. At one point, she was pointing out the races of everybody on the the train car. She would say, Mm -hmm. that guy's black that guy's mexican (laughs) and then she would turn around to me and look at me and say that guy's white and then when she turned away she said look at that face of privilege he thinks he can do anything he thinks he's so powerful well he's not and then she started to go into the audio because i started recording her and that's where she kind of picks up from there by just saying i don't care i'm fine. I don't care. I'm fine. She said it maybe 200 times. And then she talks about how all of the men on the train have bunkers and how they all smell like eggs. Well, here all of it, my suggestion would be to cut out all of the really loud train noise, because there's a lot of really loud ancillary train noise. But yeah, I do have a face of privilege. I do, because I own an airport, you dumb broad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wow. So Jonathan, Look at that white jo- dude. Jonathan sent me this uh, audio here, and yeah, it's a, um, I'll play some of it. I'll, I'll probably edit in some of the some clips because it's a uh, he recorded like six minutes of this crazy girl talking, and there's no question wow. she's clearly crazy. Um, I don't I don't know how well you'll be able to hear it, Alex, but I'll play a little bit of that for you now. Yeah. It's absolutely from I'm happy. I'm <laughs> happy. All right. Yeah. So it goes on for like six minutes. <laughs> Who the fuck is she talking to? Uh, at one point, she talks about uh every everybody on here has boners. Um, it's super creepy. I'll definitely. <laughs> I don't clip-
0: care. Everyone here has boners.
1: Uh, I'll click about <laughs> the best part of me.
0: I'm um, happy. I'm fine. Doors open on the, the left like at Ashley.
3: It's
0: Standing it's passengers, like please it's do not
3: lean it. against it's the doors. Please be very, considerate when talking on your phone um, or listening edgy. to electronic devices like so as not to disturb please other very customers. Edgy. Very, very tight like the like,
1: Uh, so after jonathan sent this email um i responded to him saying oh this is amazing and terrifying um and he responded did you catch her saying it's like the darker they are the worse it smells are some such insanity what? at one point at one point she got so freaked out by me she had to move to the other end of the train car So, I just stared at her for the rest of the ride, never once looking away. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. This is is clearly a mentally disturbed person. I don't know that you should try to make them crazier. He continues, she absolutely had a panic attack. Hiding under her hood, bug-eyed grins mixed with grim determination, she was beyond fucked up. I love that Jonathan is tormenting a crazy person. I don't think that's the correct response, but it is hilarious and terrifying. <laughs> he stared bold, boldly. Yeah. What do you always say on Brand Jack Jack Brand? Always.
2: Boldness always.
0: Boldness always. <laughs> well, this may be in a case when I don't know if boldness is the way to go. <laughs> When you stare down a crazy person to where they become terrified of you is a level, I don't know.
1: I don't know. If Who's that's... crazying harder? The crazy person that's talking to themselves or Jonathan trying to scare the crazy person. And succeeding. And she succeeding. became paranoid, poor
0: girl. I mean, she's crazy. Right. She's also happy. She also doesn't care, but she does care. <laughs> she's worried that all these guys have boners, and you're you're white. Uh, privileged face terrified
1: mm-hmm. her and everyone smells like eggs as well
0: everyone here smells like eggs everyone here smells like why is she repeating it that's the weirdest part
1: easy well i mean like, yeah she clearly has like there's something wrong there's a guy
0: who lives around here which terrifies me um in the greater cincinnati area i've seen him both in northern kentucky and cincinnati proper and he go. Well, the first time i saw him we were eating outside at a restaurant and there was this table And he came by talking on a cell phone, or what we thought was a cell phone. He had his hand to his face like he was holding a (laughs) cell phone. Didn't have a cell phone. Oh, boy. Um, And he was talking to someone and just like, oh, fuck Shenane. I hate her. Shanene is so stupid. Do you know Ray Ray? That's the quote that we continually say now. Because he asked if the person (laughs) on his imaginary phone um, knew Ray Ray. Oh, boy. And went off in a huff. I've seen him around. One time, I saw him pass, pass cross the street. I I came up to an intersection in a car. I stopped. He comes up. I'm like, oh fuck, it's that crazy dude. And he he comes and he kind of assesses the situation and he looks at me through the car. I I can hear him through the car because he's always loud. And he's like, oh hey, hey, <laughs> as he walks across the thing. And he's like, he tries to kind of wave and like walk. Like I don't know why he's waving at me. Oh and boy. I guess I guess when he got to the other side because I didn't really. I just kind of like. Kind of just kind of like smiled and then averted my eyes. was like, oh, it's the crazy guy. Because I guess I wasn't returning like a, oh, hi. When he got, when he crossed the street, he kind of stopped, got really rigid and said, well, fuck you. <laughs> it turned around and just flipped me off and Yikes. just ran away. And I thought, okay, well, that dude's crazy. But yet this woman sounds crazier. Yeah. I don't know. I'm happy. <sighs> This is, and Jonathan stared her down. Jonathan took it to her Jonathan on a t- level she's never had anyone take it to Jonathan her before. Jonathan got
1: into a battle with crazy, and out and out crazy the crazy. I
0: think Jonathan deserves an applause. Yeah, he needs he needs to maybe for his own safety, for the fact that I love Jonathan and I want to see him. I want to hear him on the show again. Mm-hmm. Please, Jonathan, be careful. Be careful. Just be careful. You stare into crazy, and crazy stares back. And sometimes you win, and
1: sometimes you don't
0: win. <laughs> sometimes you can't win.
1: Back to HP Lovecraft. You look into the face of crazy, sometimes you don't come back the same. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jonathan have anything else? Is there
0: another voicemail, or I, I is that... I think we might have another
1: voicemail here. Let's see what's happening. Oh. Hey,
0: John Pernicek
3: here with another voicemail. As we see 2014 cresting over the horizon... I'm reading Dave Cullen's book Columbine, and it's a very it's a very good book, really well researched and uh, extremely well written. And I wanted to share this moment from the book because it is absolutely goddamn bonkers. So, one of the students that was uh, killed in that event. Was uh, Cassie Bernal, and she was the girl who was asked if she believed in God right before she was murdered, which is a terrible, stark moment in a. In a, I think we can all agree, a very terrible moment in our international history. I I, I laugh because uh, it seems redundant to say that, but I uh, let's just put it out there so we can cover that ground. So it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing that this girl, you know, died along with all the other people who died on that day. So she instantly became a martyr because of that moment that was overheard where she said that she believed in God. And apparently a youth pastor shared with another pastor in, you know, in the town of, in the city of Columbine. This youth pastor said, quote, I saw Cassie, Cassie Bernal, and I saw Jesus, hand in hand, and they had just gotten married. They had just celebrated. They had just celebrated their marriage ceremony, and Cassie kind of winked over at me, like, I like to talk, but I'm so much in love. Uh, sorry, that's a quote. And Cassie kind of winked over at me, like, quote. I'd like to talk, but I'm so much in love. Quote, her greatest prayer was to find the right guy. Don't you think she did? That's what this youth pastor told people. That he had a vision of this dead girl, and she had just married Jesus. Apparently, he missed the wedding, but was just in time to see the celebration post-ceremony. People are horrible. People are so monstrously manipulative, and they will take advantage of any situation, and that's what that moment teaches me.
0: I was disgusted, and I wanted to share it with you. All right, bye. <laughs> first things first, We yes, we can all agree that that was a horrible tragedy, but the reason you laughed, Jonathan, is because you can stare down a crazy person from <laughs> across a train and freak them out. I love you, Jonathan. I love you. Uh,
1: we love you. Be careful. That is but yeah that That is is that is fucked up so fucked up
0: i don't understand the jump in logic there i mean (laughs) i get i can get it because christians are fucking crazy and there's this weird thing about jesus being a part of your marriage and being there when you fuck each other sometimes in certain religious i guess protestant organizations but to to twist someone's a, a death like that is is horrible yeah like that is horrible absolutely gross
3: Ramjack, it's John Pernicek again. John Pernicek again? Oh, I'm a regular Paul Mackey. Pretty sure I've made that joke before. But it stands up in court. I'm under arrest for murder. Nope, not true. So I have two moments that I want to uh, just put out there, see what you think about these moments from my life. So I saw. I went to go see The Wolf of Wall Street with my mother. My uncle ordered the tickets in advance, and when he picked them up at the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania movie theater, we were, you know, uh, in, in. We were in the theater, and he was picking up the tickets. And the, the guest services employee at this movie theater said to him, Sir, I should warn you, many people walk out of this movie. They say it's rated R, but I say it should be rated NC-17 or even X. Um, why would you warn people against seeing films for grown-ups? It's rated R... I don't think anyone gives a shit what you think it should be rated. I don't even think she said the NC 17 bit. I think she just said, it's rated R, but I think it should be rated X. Just so you know, sir, fair warning, sir, many people walk out of it. It's a movie for grown-ups. For God's sake, just go fuck yourself. I don't need to deal with that. No one needs to deal with that. Keep your goddamn opinions to yourself, you prude. You're a prude. And then recently, and by recently I mean just today, as as I call you now. I'm having a hard time talking. I was at the bank, in line waiting to make a deposit. An innocuous question was asked by the teller of her patron. She asked the bank patron and how's your day going? And he said, very loudly, oh, every day is a blessing in Christ. Every day is a rejuvenation for the soul, isn't it? I am a new creature in Christ. He said, I am a new creature in Christ. That's unsettling. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is beyond unsettling. Yes. <laughs> is that this is the call in there? Or did you yes, pause it? that's all. Okay, well that's unsettling, Jonathan. I hope you're still alive <laughs> and fine. I hope you didn't get
1: taken by that. He's okay. Bus. He's fine. He's okay. He's fine. I would
0: love to get a call like that. <laughs> Jonathan's okay. He's fine. Jonathan's okay. He's happy. <laughs> Boy. Um, I'm a new creature in Christ. I wonder if he's a closeted furry. Is there like a furry Christian movement?
1: Definitely. I'm a new Definitely. creature
0: in Christ. I am now a blue wolf. Oh boy, that Yikes. is that's Yikes. crazy. Jesus, what are you doing? Calm down.
1: Listen, uh, I think this movie should be rated X.
0: Oh, fuck off. Some say NC-17. I do love Jonathan's. It's a movie for adults. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's also Wolves of Wall Street. I've I haven't seen it yet. I really want to see it because of the mm. hubbub. But I don't think it's gonna be that crazy. I really don't understand people's craziness thresholds anymore because we're all adults, right? Yeah. I mean, Brad and I, I we're 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 in the twilight of our twenties. We're just starting this brand new adventure of, I guess, thirties. Yeah. And there's a lot of. I don't get really surprised that often. Or just yeah, like yeah, yeah. And especially in film. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Sex, come on. nudity,
1: drugs. I like. I, what the fuck are you?
0: You've seen it once. You've seen it forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't change. The things like, you should be this more this movie has sex about, and drugs, okay? The,
1: you sh- the thing that should be more offensive to you in that film is, like, the terrible uh, financial uh, industry. That's what should be really fucked oh, up Oh, yeah. To you. The Not manipulation like, of people. Yeah. Not, like, the, like, societal taboos. Fuck that. I really, you know what? Can we
0: just all fuck taboos for a minute? Mm. Fuck that shit.
1: I get so, uh,
0: very few things annoy me, but little things like that. No yeah. Oh, I, it should be rated X because it's so sec. It's got it's got a lot of nudity and drugs. Fuck you. No, yeah. ca- those aren't taboos anymore. It's 2014. The kids don't care. The toddlers on their iPads are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, just grow up. Grow? up. Yeah, it's time to grow up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not you. I, I'm assuming our listeners, you know, are savvy. But let's
1: stop, Jesus. Just yeah. chill out and grow up. Yeah. 2014. Go back to s- 2014. Let's all grow the fuck up. Well done. Resolution. Well done, Brad. Resolution. Done.
0: That's that's a resolution. Grow the fuck up. 2014. You hear, you hear that,
1: Cromwell? You hear that little
0: guy? The way that you mimed picking up Cromwell was adorable, because I really thought you were about <laughs> to bring a dog up. Now I'm believing in the lie. That,
1: see? Yeah? Yeah? And if you just believe it hard enough, the secret, <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> Brad, it is always a pleasure to record this show with you.
1: You as well, um,
0: We're... We're back. We are back. We're back. Technical difficulties didn't keep us down for long. Can't do it. Um, can't do it. Won't do it. Uh, and unless we're forced to like we were. But I mean, those are rare occasions.
1: Indeed. We got, a, we got a game episode hopefully coming soon. Another uh, Oh, yeah. That's going to be game fun up. times. Yeah.
0: Fun game up. Um, There's other ways to get at us. You can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com.
1: We're on Twitter at ramjackpodcast.com.
0: Hit us up on the Facebook group. Hey, guys, that Facebook group is the only reason to be on Facebook now. So many articles. I mean, kids hate Facebook now. They're like, all the olds are there. And they are. (laughs) Some of us are still there. But if you're on Facebook, get on that Facebook group. It's the best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, go to the website, ramjackpodcast.com. What? Yay! It's there.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. You did it. Brad mostly did it. Um, (laughs) He did all of Um, it, it. So, Ramjack podcast.com yes it's that easy it's that easy there's no no slashes
1: no slashes are
0: the mysterious imaginary forward slash
1: (laughs) none of that nonsense inaccurately labeled forward slash (laughs) that will never haunt us again Mm. no more uh weird uh font changing size as you scroll down the page uh still don't know what's causing that um uh yeah just go there there's there's the episode of course there's links to all the stuff there's the fan fiction there's the wiki what, guys? There's a That's wiki. That's gonna be a fun time. Um, there's not much there, but feel free to add stuff. I'm pretty sure you can do oh, that. Oh yeah, by all means. So uh, fill that thing out. Uh, hopefully there'll be more oh. there by the time this episode airs. So enjoy. Sweet. Let's do it together as Let's a community. Let's do a team. Let's go team. Yay! I about to
0: cheer, and I was, I was right with you. Every time I'm assuming there's a dog. Huh? I, in all seriousness, when you first did, it, I was like, "What?" Oh uh, yeah, his imaginary dog. Uh, One of these days, I'm gonna pull up a real little dog. And then my mind will be blown. <laughs> then I won't know what's real and not real anymore.
1: Yeah, and you'll snap, and you'll be on like on a train. It's okay. I saw the dog. It's okay. I saw the dog. Are you put like a, 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 a
0: like a printed out and then cut up mask <laughs> of a, a doodle, uh, a golden doodle on uh, Tammy and Dan's dog? <laughs> And that's when Brad has snapped. It's okay. He's fine. <laughs> okay, Brad. Find us on iTunes. iTunes is a place you can find us. Go on iTunes. Leave us a leave us a review. The more nonsensical, the better. The more hilarious, the better. Absolutely. Five stars, though. That's the only thing that we'll actually yeah. accept. Yeah. We'll deny it if it's not.
1: Absolutely. I don't yeah. care. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Goodbye, Brad. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye, Cromwell. Good night. Sleep (laughs) tight.